For this very special episode of Watch Out for Fireballs, episode 200, we just want to say thanks. Thanks to everybody who stuck with us this long. Uh, some of you have been there since the beginning, and we really do appreciate it. Thank you for listening, and here is to another 200 episodes. And after that, no fucking more. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a very special Games Club podcast. Yeah, it is. Episode a, of the podcast. It, it is that, a bicentennial favorite. It is. <laughs> yeah, bicentennial, man. 1776, baby. Yeah. Oh, the tall ships really raised everybody's spirits. No, uh, this week we are talking about The Sims 3, which is a simulation game developed by The Sims Studio and published by Electronic Arts for the PC and Mac in 2009. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is an anniversary episode, uh, not chronologically, but numerically. Numerically. So this is, this is episode 200. It's a, it's a foil uh, cover is what we call them. Yes. Uh, a big one. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and coming up on the eight-year anniversary uh, in a couple months, yeah? Uh, Seven-year. We started seven in 2011. Yes. Seven-year anniversary in just a couple months. So uh, thanks, everybody, yeah. for sticking with us. Yeah, people who listen who are listening to this who are listening to the the first episode. So yeah, pretty pretty cool. Uh, that is remarkable. It feels it feels strange, but feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like with all of our foil cover episodes, except for the uh, the uh, episode number seventy five, which was X Men Legends two. Um... <laughs> which, which, listen, <laughs> Ross, it's been, we've been doing this for a long time, and I think I can finally tell you, I will not have you slandering X Men Legends two I'm and not. not one of the greatest and most important games <laughs> in gaming history ever fucking again. So, <laughs> so uh, let's let's stow that up your butt. I guess I guess what I'm saying is episode 77 was Shadow <laughs> of the Colossus and I think that yeah. if we were if we were shooting for posterity we might have swap seed those two. <laughs> yeah, I have. It's really fit, ha, six in one hand uh half dozen the other. I've been working on a new catchphrase. Uh-huh. And here here it is. Clam it. <laughs> so, so next time you uh, you start talking about shit about X Men Legends two is like if it doesn't stand up with Shadow of the Colossus, yeah, clam it. Yeah. The other catchphrase I've been working on uh, this is this is after suffering material, but I'm gonna get into it now because episode two hundred do what do we want it's a party. Um, check out this this character I've been working on. I've I, I've been having these these gut trubs. Okay, for more about trubs, listen to after suffering pretty much every episode, <laughs> and the. Um, I, I like was having some stomach problems, and then I was like, "Oh, this is coming later," you know. And I was just thinking about how later on I was going to have some stomach problems, 
And I was walking down the street and I was like, you know, but it's kind of cool. And and that's the that's the character I'm working on. Where it's just, <laughs> you know, just something, you know, something uh, unbelievably awful uh, happens. And just like, you know what, though? But it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Just like, like, like it's consolation cool. prize guy. Yeah. Like just, you know, uh, positive attitude about, you know, mostly like sitting on a toilet. But like any number of things. Okay. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah kind of cool. And yeah. clam it. Those are those are the two things I'm going into year seven. <laughs> that, that, that's the heat that we're bringing. Yep. Yeah. That, that's my my uh, my for the next two hundred episodes. Get used to those two classic catchphrases. <laughs> What's the gesture that goes along with clam it? A pointed finger. Okay. Like like uh, like like Uncle Sam, <laughs> except Uncle Clam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So this episode two hundred, like for episode one hundred, we did we did Super Metroid. God, that feels like yesterday. Yeah, that does feel recent. Yeah. Then 150 was, was that Symphony? Was that 175? Uh, one, yeah, 150 was Symphony. Yeah. Um, so we needed to do something big. And this, I think that some people will probably be mildly surprised by this. But one of the things I was thinking about in doing this research and playing this game and stuff is like, oh, this is unquestionably one of the most important video games in history that is never taken seriously or talked about seriously. Yep. <laughs> like this, this, this franchise is not only, you know, one of the best-selling uh, games of all time, but crosses uh, all kinds of demographic lines. It is, uh, I put this in the X-Men Legends 2 Shadow of the Colossus uh, Super Metroid portal yeah. zone. Like, I think this game, I mean, without being perfect, but I think this is just an astoundingly good game uh-huh. uh, on its own. Like, this is up there, and no one ever talks about it like a video game. Yeah, everybody, everybody talks about this like it is a commercial product, which makes sense because of like the model that they chose, right? You know, we have a main game, then we have all these expansions that come out. It can look, it can look crass. It can look like, oh, if they're adding this much to it, it can't be very consequential. All of that ignores just how, just how intricate the actual core of this experience is, right? Yeah. And, and like, you know, how modular it is. Right. You know, all those expansions, like, you can feel like, oh, I need to have all of these to play the game, and you don't. Uh, and also having all of them is actually kind of detrimental. Yes. Um, in some ways. The game gives you a tremendous amount of control over, like, what you're going to toggle on and off mm-hmm. to, to customize your experience. And then there are uh, some limited kind of cheats and, and, and just menu options. You can actually make it, you know, you can pick and choose mm-hmm. what they are. Um, part of that kind of feeling of crass uh, commercialism that makes this kind of feel, you know, like a ticket for granted, like this is Pepsi, mm-hmm. um, is that this is one of those series where the prices never go down right? as well. So that's, I think, why people think of this as just, and, you know, yay, you know, people think of this as just a money grubbing uh, kind of thing, but it's not. Like right. if you just get The Sims 3, you are getting an astounding game. Yes. And I would say fully out of the expansions that I have experience with, Almost all of them add something really cool to to the experience, mm-hmm. and you know there's a tremendous amount of uh, free content as well, yeah, um, through modding and stuff, which we'll talk about eventually. Um, so it is it is not. Uh, I think this is taken for granted and overlooked in a way that is unfair, yeah, uh, to it, yeah, um, and and also because it does not factor into a lot of conversations about games in general, it's very difficult to like look at the influence that this had on stuff that came after. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah your, your, your animals crossing. Yes. And, and the like things like that. Any, um, any, any number of slow life games that, um, that have kind of cropped up. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it is one of those, uh, kind of iterative sequels, 
uh, you know, or series rather. So like each game, you know, there, there's not as big a difference between Sims 1 and Sims 4 as there is between, say, like Fallout 1 and Fallout 4. Right. You know, you're still you're still moving your little uh, controlling your dollhouse or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, we chose Sims 3. Uh, it's the most available, uh, frequently goes on sale, and it has a lot of quality of life features that make it very friendly to play and doesn't uh, have the omissions that Sims 4 does. Right. Um, we'll kind of like briefly talk about the different entries in the series uh, through this, but um, Sims 4 does have some extra quality of life stuff. However, it's still kind of in development. Like they're still releasing those major yeah. expansions. I think Seasons just came out. Yeah, like literally just uh, just like a couple days ago as we were recording. Yeah. So there, there's there's things to recommend Sims 4, but also you don't get a big open world, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a big deal. Yes. Um, so we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this episode, it's not going to be like other episodes uh, because there's really no linear path of levels. There's no story or kind of plot beat to, you know, to, to, to discuss with this. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to be spending a lot of time on generalities and kind of sharing our stories with the game uh, along the way as they come yeah. up. That's the way that I have it here. This game has um, a lot of robust interlocking systems. Yes, you know that are that will that will be meaty. Mm-hmm. You know, because it it is quite literally a sandbox, and yeah. not in the way that like you know an open world or like Bethesda game is a sandbox. Right. You know, this, this is this is you know straddles that uh, game and toy <laughs> kind of line. Yeah, and also because so much of this does emulate real life, there are things in the game that you know I kind of take for granted a little bit, or systems that you just don't run into because I didn't choose to do that. So because the number of systems and the way that they in- interlock, if we don't mention your favorite one, like if we don't talk about repossession, although that is very funny and we should. Yeah, uh, I, I can talk about repossession. Like yeah. this, this is something where. Um, before we did this for the show, I have a lot of hours in this game. Yep. Um, and I did a lot of research. Yeah. I have a lot uh, of hours in the series in general, too. Yeah. Yep. So I think I think we'll we'll cover most of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, repossession, it, the, the way these systems interlock is very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, seeming kind of on, on the base, you know, very simple, but they actually feed into each other in kind of a cool way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially so in Sims 3, just because of the yes. way that it handles Sim personality and kind of, uh, kind of complicates the, uh, the moment to moment wants and desires of your characters. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and because it just has that robust, again, that feature set, like one of the things when we talk about the modular nature of this, those expansions is each of those expansions also came with a big patch, mm-hmm. uh, or most of them did. So like, not only do you get something if you get the expansion, but everybody, like the base game got better, mm-hmm. um, when they added those, added those, uh, uh, those expansions. So um, the game has evolved a lot mm-hmm. as it's gone. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit like talking, like talking about an MMO actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, this is a, like a maintenance game. Like people, mm-hmm. people can, this is a perpetual game for people. Yes. Uh, people just kind of play the Sims three. And I, I did a little bit of like looking into message boards and stuff. And uh, this is probably the best place for it, but just kind of weird is that there are, um, you know, similar to like for job Fiesta or, Rams only runs and stuff. There are mm-hmm. a series of like challenge runs. Oh, uh, people do like the the most famous of, or most uh, popular, which is called Legacy, um, which the challenge is to uh, have the same family line go on for ten generations. Oh, that's an actual uh, mode in cheating. Sims Four. Yeah, yeah, they they codified the emergent gameplay mm-hmm. from Sims Three uh, there, but people have come up with their you know their own challenges like never get you know like get to five generations without ever getting promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like that. Uh, people are making their own fun with this forever. And this becomes, I never think of this when this question is asked, but this is, would be an excellent desert Island game. Oh yeah. 
Like you can do a lot with this. I could also see that being very depressing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, I'm making my little guy go around and talk to people, but I have nobody to talk to aside from this this coconut that I drew boobs on. (laughs) That is not that different than how I use this game anyway. Yeah. yeah, Like that's a punchline, but like, yeah, actually that's pretty, that's one of the modes of enjoyment for the sim. Oh yeah. This is a deep, dark, deep, dark depression hole of a game too. (laughs) Yeah. It it, it definitely has that capacity. Like when there were no, sets of footprints is because you were surfing on a copy of the sims 3 <laughs> yeah, so but yeah yeah let's uh let's get into it yeah um so <laughs> will Wright he got the inspiration for this uh for this game and series in particular after losing his home to a massive fire in 1991 and kind of going through the process of basically rebuilding all of his possessions in one go yeah what, what would it be like to rebuy everything i need right from uh from scratch mm-hmm. um and this was uh you know this is kind of like early on in the process a little bit past having that that dollhouse thing but this is one of those stories you read about you know like uh like pete best or what have you like or not that's so much but people passed on this yeah uh, the people from ea did not like this idea mm-hmm. which is which is crazy because you know this ended up being quite so successful right um the other anecdote from the early days that i really like is that uh the prototype room was just a big empty room with a toilet, and this was known around the offices as Toilet Game. <laughs> and uh, and the, the the reason why Will Wright uh, chose a toilet, and it, again, you know, that guy's not an idiot, um, is that it's an object you can do a lot of things with. Mm-hmm. You can clean right? it. Like, you can use it as intended. You can break it, yep. fix it. Yeah. Yeah, break it. Exactly. That's like literally it. It can break down. You can fix it. You can shit in it. Um, you can pee-pee mm-hmm. in it. You can poo-poo. <laughs> and, uh, you can you can do both at the same time while standing while doing a, a what would I call a a bowl stand? Sure, sure. Gentleman's delight. Yeah, and you, you can um you know, you can just sit on it like it's a chair. You know, like you you wouldn't do this with it like sit backwards, pretend a it's a motorcycle. Yeah, or you're a guidance counselor taking a shit. <laughs> you know, guidance counselors sidle up the toilets and sit on them backwards like that to yeah. take shits. It's, it's called guidance counselor style. <laughs> you can just look at the mirror and be like, okay, me. <laughs> or you could be in five years. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> But uh, you know, so I never heard about the toilet, the, the, the toilet game prototype. That is very funny. If he thought of that idea in 2018, that would be what he released on yeah, Steam. Exactly, and YouTube screamers would be playing it uh-huh. uh, nonstop, yeah, and making more money than we will ever see in our lifetime. Yep. Um. So the game kind of began um a little bit as as kind of like a satire, yeah, um of kind of American consumer culture. You know, putting people on a treadmill, to work hard, impress people, buy new things, to be happier, to get promotions, to buy more expensive things, et cetera. Yeah. And and one of the more, most interesting points I've ever heard about the series, and I think I heard this on an old episode of GFW Radio, is that yeah. like The Sims does that, and SimCity is very uh, progressive. Right. You know, in Sim, SimCity, like everyone needs to have parks, and nuclear power is nuclear power and rail systems are public the, transit. Yep. Public transit are the right ways to do it, mm-hmm. and then the Sims is just like playing in the fucking dirt. <laughs> like the Sims, like your 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 Sim will be like, man, I'd like to buy something, man, and make that be happier in my my life. You know, <laughs> uh, it it is uh, it's kind of, and and as the series gone on, it's hard to have a parody last four entries like that, right? You know, like right. You are what you pretend to be, like you know. So it it is playing in that dirt. Yes, you know. Yeah, um, that's softened by the time you get to Sims three, just a little bit. As mm. things end up being less pinned specifically to career, um, and very less specifically toward just, uh, like upgrading your things. 
Like it feels like it gets a little bit more holistic as it goes on. That's still definitely an element of it, but like additional systems soften that. I would say, I would say that it, it, it's a wash because some additional systems soften that, but also you have the, you know, the actual desires where your mm-hmm. guy will just be like, I'd like to buy this shiny thing. Yeah. <laughs> buy and something worth $500. Well, yeah. And sometimes those shiny things are literally for sale with real human money. Mm-hmm. So, so the fact that like your SIM can crave a thing that EA is trying to sell through the store, uh, to me undoes any gains yeah. that it gets from moving on to that. So it is, it is a wash. I think the yeah. series has always kind of, been that yeah i never had i never had a sim beg me to buy something with real money yeah, well they would it's the sim points or whatever but they'll yeah. they'll if they they'd said like i want to get this thing oh, um, they have yeah. with the pets expansion and the thing will have a little sims point cost Blech. in the corner and i'm like oh like technically i could get that by logging on daily mm-hmm. uh you know for for the rest of my life or <laughs> you know it's four dollars yeah that would be um no that's no good uh sims one uh, which seems very primitive today, came out in 2000, so it's pretty old. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sims uh, need meters kind of dominated everything, and career progression was very rigid. Um, and the AI was worse. Yeah. So it, it is a, a worse experience. It also wasn't done in 2D. Um, it was not a 3D. There was an isometric. Yeah, yeah. Like you could, you could rotate, but it was, you know, basically at 90 degrees. Yes, like yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics or something. Yeah. yeah. Except without um, that cool little whoop, it was just tick, 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 tick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, played a lot of The Sims, the original Sims. That was uh, actually one of the reasons why I I convinced my parents to, like, upgrade or buy a new computer so we'd be, so I'd be able to play it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 13, and I have no idea I have no idea how I had that kind of influence over the household to say, like, yeah, I want a new computer so I can play this. Well, you couldn't. I mean, it's, it's worth noting that this is, despite having that kind of gross consumerist angle, like, is more whole. Like, you couldn't have got them to get you a new computer to play Bone Storm. <laughs> right. You know, like, it, it was, it was, uh, this at least feels not educational, but like, mm-hmm. you know, wholesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah, so just, just so you can play with computer dolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even in 2000, you know, with this, with this first, uh, with this first entry, um, it established some hallmarks, especially, especially the tone, which it borrows a lot, you know, from, you know, SimCity, kind of that goofy, you know, llamas style stuff, right? Yes. Things are really cartoony. They're really light. The music in The Sims 1 and throughout the entire series is uniformly amazing. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, there's even like supernatural stuff, uh, you know, <laughs> with, go ahead. I just said, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, no, like uh, if a character dies, they can become a ghost and haunt that lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's been there since the start. And they've, they've kind of ramped that stuff up, which we'll talk about when we talk about expansions. Because mm-hmm. that is kind of a mixed result. You know, that, that feels a little bit like a symptom of having a perpetual game. Right, right. You know, you don't want people to get uh, get bored. Yeah. But um, and it also the um, that sense of humor, that kind of light sense of humor is really uh, interesting in a way that and this is a weird uh, point of comparison, but there's an element of it that reminds me of West of Loathing oh, in yeah. that the uh, there is an omniscient voice to kind of the world mm-hmm. uh, that comes through in everything, and yeah. it's not you know it's not as funny, and it's not always funny at all, but there are like legitimate bits that give me a very pleasant smile. Yeah, in in some of this stuff, like <laughs> it is you know a relaxing soft game. Yes, for that and like oh like the entry level medical profession is organ donor. That's pretty <laughs> funny. Like as a job, you go in once a, you know <laughs> a week, you paid seven hundred dollars to just donate various organs. Like yeah, that's pretty. That's cute. You know, and the, the descriptions are kind of wry and you know sometimes kind of darkly comedic. Mm-hmm. 
as as well. You know, it is it is a uh, and and it has adjusted to the way people play mm-hmm. too. So like early on, like we'll get to this later, but early on, even you know, killing your Sims is a very popular pastime, and the developers lean into that, you know, and make more ways and more kind of like ways that doesn't become an end state, things like that. Um, you know, so that has evolved as well as kind of, uh, but it's been there since the start. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if no. you're, if you're playing, do not ignore the item descriptions when you're in buy mode looking at something. Uh, mm-hmm. specifically, it is, it is amazing that the cheapest toilet and the most expensive toilet are described with equal disdain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Again, that West of Lillian thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're fucking gross. <laughs> um, one of the, the hallmarks of this that I think is, uh, just painfully clever mm-hmm. is, uh, is the, the fake language. Yes. That's in this, uh, Simlish, um, which is in the written form is a real language. Like it's it's based on like the hallmarks of eight different languages and follows a structure mm-hmm. in written form. In uh, voice acted form, it is just gibberish. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason they did that, they you know considered for a long time, like we need to be able to have people talk. It won't feel real otherwise. But we don't have the budget to record enough lines that this won't become, you know, that boy needs therapy. Like this won't <laughs> become there are giant insects. Like you know we it'll re- get repetitive. Right. And they had the foresight to know that this would be have an international audience and this would transcend barriers. So mm-hmm. they made it a fake language. So you don't have to translate this in every single country this comes out in. Right. So, you know, take a couple of different voice samples of different kinds of voices, male, female, etc., Um, and then just change the pitch up and down on them. And you have an entire conversation that can take place between many, many different people. Mm-hmm. And they did, they did some kind of like, especially in Sim, starting with uh, Sims two, I think, but in Sims three, they did some goofy shit where like, they got real ass musicians to do simlish covers of their yeah. songs. Uh, seasons includes it's getting hot in here, so why not take off all your clothes covered in simlish, which is fucking surreal and weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, by a couple of expansions into uh, the original Sims, they had celebrities on board. Like what was oh, it? Like, sure. like Sim. Drew Carey. Yep, Drew Carey would, would would like would roll by, and so you know they like the, this game had enough star power. Well, I mean, a to get a Titan like Drew Carey in, but like that. Sure. Isn't that big of an ask to like get a fan of the series to you know contribute something to be a part of this? Yeah, there's actually an episode of the Drew Carey Show where there's a fake mm-hmm. Drew Carey Show made in The Sims as well. Yeah, it's one of their uh, their <laughs> April Fools episodes. Boy, boy, did Drew Carey's star fall! <laughs> Can you imagine like just being like, oh man, I gotta grind up this party and get popular enough to Drew Carey shows up? <laughs> oh hell, fuck ass, yeah, he's here. <laughs> He's here. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I take take a foot to get out my like uh you know, Nokia uh flip focus phone or whatever and just like take pictures of my screen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh and then now can you imagine like if if Drew Carey showed up here, I wouldn't let him in. (laughs) (laughs) He's no longer interested. (laughs) Oh, take it down to Plinko Town, Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Forget it. Forget it, Carrie. Yeah. The price is wrong, Carrie. (laughs) Clamp. Um, that's right clam it yeah uh, <laughs> yeah simlish is a very good touch uh i love i love the way the written language looks like the glyphs mm-hmm. of it you know, you know it, it, again you're looking at stuff from different levels of zoom especially in the sims 3 where you're going around to businesses and stuff when you're zoomed out it just looks like text you know it's yeah. a bit like lorem ipsum but in glyphs yes yeah there very good 
Um, and we had talked about that expansion model, you know, the original game, you know, established that, um, they came out, I think with like four expansions or something, you know, mm-hmm. a very, a very small number compared to what would come later. But, uh, that is a model that they followed from, from that point onward, again, uh, adding to the idea that this is a perpetual game. I think that, uh, Sims 2 is the, the first one that kind of messes with the formula a little bit by having, uh, two types of expansion, mm-hmm. uh, proper expansions and then stuff packs. Yes. And uh, the pricing on these has always been very controversial because uh-huh. uh, they're spendy. Um, expansion packs, in general terms, give you uh, new life states. Um, most of them give you a new town mm-hmm. to start in and then give you a new mechanic, yeah, right. uh, you know, kind of thing. Stuff packs are just additions to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see that being a thing that was kind of born of The Sims 2 um, when maybe the online community wasn't quite as robust. Right. Like, there's a lot of you know, modding you can do in The Sims 2, but now the idea of buying a, Sim, uh, a stuff pack for Sims 3 is ridiculous when I can just go online and download anything anyone made, right. which is so much stuff. Yes. You know, for free. Yeah. I mean, we should talk about that, like, even back to where the first game, modding was a thing. You know, the, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a little bit difficult in the first game, became became more supported in The Sims 2, but creators were able to build their own objects and mm-hmm. put them into the game. And this worked up to being, you know, something we talked about that kind of gross. Uh, the, the economy in The Sims 3 was sim points, you know, basically where it's yes. a microtransaction model. Yes. Um, you know, which is very optional. You will have to deal with like little advertisements for it. Yeah. But you can, uh, you know, if you if you don't mind clicking an X on a window every once in a while, you can get at, you know almost as good value just from going online mm-hmm. and uh, getting stuff from the community. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so in some of that other modding too, like there are other ways that uh, has been modded. I didn't explore that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of. You know, I didn't end up having the time to explore it like I wanted to. But the most interesting one to me was one that uh, one of the big issues I had with three. Uh, and it's not a big deal, but I wanted my characters to be a little bit more autonomous and, and less dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that when we get to our experiences. But there is a <laughs> mod uh, called Stories, uh, which I it's like you know Darkfire Story mod or something like that. I don't think it's Darkfire, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's somebody you know uh, Internet handles Stories mod, and it makes the your Sims. Uh, change more life states and, and kind of be more autonomous. Nice. Um, so there are mods that are other than just like, here's a shirt. Yeah. They're yeah. like, the, there are ones that add careers, you know? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sims two was a really big deal. Uh, when it came <laughs> out, the, you know, one of the major superficial things, um, is that it's in fully, you know, fully in 3d, uh, which really opens up the, you know, the, like the, the customization for your houses and things like that. Um, it also made, uh, individual Sims a little bit more complicated because it added aspirations, um, mm-hmm. you know, things that, uh, shaped your Sims personality by setting, you know, like larger goals for them. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's also the first one. I mean, you could have uh, a baby mm-hmm. in the, uh, the first Sims that would just kind of appear. <laughs> um, Sims two is the first one where it is, uh, you kind of start doing generations, yes. multiple generations of Sims, uh, there. So Sims two is a huge leap. Between doing this, I think all of them, but other than the leap between three and four have all been like pretty big leaps. Yes. Um, And four is still a leap, but Mm -hmm. um, this, this was, you know, a lot of this stuff was a a pretty big deal. Um, Sims 2, I spent a lot of time on. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the Sims 2 a lot. It's very fun. Um, The biggest issue with it is that unless you were choosing to be, uh, it had fewer options for being Mm self-employed. And if you're choosing to work in a job, um, all jobs have this unified factor of advancement, which is the number of friends yeah. you have. Which just seems um, ridiculous. What is that a simulation of? 
there are jobs that work that way, yeah. but not all jobs work that way. <laughs> right. You know, and, and so what it meant was, and this is, you know, it sounds like an exaggeration, but it's not like the optimal strategy for the Sims 2 is to, uh, the way that calling in sick works in, uh, Sims games is mm-hmm. you can call in as much as you want, as long as it's not two days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, your performance factors like meters go down when you do it, but, uh, you won't get fired. And in the Sims two, to advance to the highest level of that career, you are calling in every other day and throwing <laughs> a big party, Right. which, and, and those other days that every other day, like that's very surreal. You know, you think about the nonstop party mm-hmm. and that being a nightmare, yeah. but then you think about every other day, just going and doing a full day of work. <laughs> like, can you imagine being hung over every other day for your entire life? <laughs> no. Miserable. Like yeah. absolutely miserable. And just like really, really, uh, too much of the the plate spinning yeah you know like like and that's when we start talking about the actual mechanics like that this game is a plate spinning game yes um that is min maxing to a level that i think is gets tedious like i still had tons of fun with sims 2 but i didn't ever like complete you know a family like i i would eventually get to the point where i'm like well i'm about halfway through my career and i don't feel like having any more friends and yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna build a new house because fuck it yep i just i'm going to like play the beginning of this of of this loop uh several times yeah like aiming for a variety or picking it back up whenever there's a new expansion building a family or building a sim around that new mechanic yeah yes yeah yep. um sims 2 and sims 3 are like toss-ups for me in terms of the ones that i've spent the most time with Actually, mm-hmm. I, I cannot remember if it was The Sims 2 or The Sims 3 that I got like really, really deep into when I when I moved uh, moved to New York New York for that summer mm-hmm. for an internship. It was like mm-hmm. a, very sad in retrospect, like being in a city and really only feeling like you know laying on your bed with your laptop playing The Sims. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It, you know, it, it it sounds like we're being dour about it. Like you can play this game while you're happy too. Don't yes. don't worry. <laughs> like you, you don't have to present some sad ID to get in the door. No, no, it just we just happen to be two sad boys. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And the, this go round has mostly been like real fun. Yes, you know, I I've even been down in my regular life, but I managed to keep my my Sims life balance <laughs> uh, going and and gone in this and ha- just had a lot of uh, kind of pure fun. Yeah. Just so. dive in there just to see that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, we won't uh, talk too much about The Sims 3 right here because that's what's the, what this entire uh, episode is about. Um, mm-hmm. What is weird about Sims 3, just in talking about its release details, um, is that there were all kinds of in-game hype events that were built into later ex- expansions of The Sims 2. This happened mm-hmm. after I dropped off of getting new Sims 2 expansions, but like the CEO of Maxis would show up and give you a copy of The Sims 3 so your yeah. character could play it on their computer. In in The Sims 2. Yes. Which is very weird. Yeah. Like that that's super surreal and, and kind of awesome. Yeah, I, like, like I it, can't it, decide. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's hard to like it's very weird, but it is also an advertisement. Yeah. I'm very torn. <laughs> um, you know, but it, it's a you know, they really wanted to to push uh, for the Sims 3 and they they had, you know, as well as well kind of discover like a really nice product on their hands. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't uh at the very least even though advertisement is gross, it's not like you you went sat through all that ad and all you got was a can of Pepsi. Right, right. You be know. Sure, it wasn't be sure to drink your Ovaltine, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah um sims 4 got was released in 2014 feels way more recent than that to me but i know right that's yeah, 2014 um and weirdly enough it rolled back a lot of features uh you know there are improvements mm-hmm. um making sims and building houses uh they're a lot easier it's much more like drag and drop mm-hmm. um in uh unqualified win you know as far as uh being on the right side of history um they stopped tying uh like kind of gender signifiers to gender right so you can 
you know, it, it made uh, kind of for trans and non-binary people, mm-hmm. like it made them be able to create uh, themselves in a way that they were not able to pre- previous to this. Yes, it's very impressive. Like when you fire that up and see and see like just the it's, you know, it's a small handful of options, but they make a pretty big difference in terms of making yourself, which is a, you know, at least for me is a huge deal in a game, you know, like yeah. the, not in a, a game, but in this, like in, in, in every version of The Sims, I have made Sim Cole. It would suck for somebody to feel alienated when, when they tried to do that. I almost exclusively make Sim Gary. <laughs> and if I'm playing like a game that has a character creation, I don't care about making myself. Right. You know, I don't make, I don't make Gary in Dark Souls, mm-hmm. but I do in The Sims, like I want to make Sim Gary, even if the, the, I make, give it, give him different personality traits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that is a big deal. Like, I don't want to discount that. You know, I know that Sims 4 has a lot of fans, uh, based entirely on the back of that. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine rolling back the, the neighborhood yeah. stuff because I really like being able to like head on down to the movies yeah to uh to to just wander around you know yeah. we'll, we'll talk about what a big what a big deal that is it is it is very i'm not like i'm not opposed to them rolling features back because like bloat is a thing pruning is a mm-hmm. thing it's just where those where those decisions are made um you know might not always line up and also there is always the risk and the appearance of you know cutting things away so you can sell them back later Right. Which they've they've definitely kind of did. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that's been a, a criticism of the series this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I believe it's for Sims 2. There were, like, ads that showed cars, and then eventually cars showed up in an expansion. Yep. So, you know, when they were promoting the base game, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, cool. Like, I get to have my own car instead of just having this weird carpool. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, then they did sell it. Mm-hmm. Sell it back. Um, so I get that, too. Yeah. You know, I get that. That is being kind of a gross thing. But I, I also think as far as, like, feature bloat or whatever, like, this game... I think this is a good game to just kind of wallow in that. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, as far, as far as games go, like, this should have, you know. It should have more than you could ever engage with. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a gigantic toy, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it it should have all those surprises and stuff. So yeah. uh, I wish they hadn't rolled stuff back. I think that the performance is, is what they say, mm-hmm. you know, is, is the main reasoning for that. And, like, you know, stuff it in a sack. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> clam <laughs> like, it. Yeah, clam it. Clam it. Um. So uh, in addition to the main series, there's a lot of little uh, spinoffs and console versions yes. of this, uh, most of which I've at least touched. Um, I never played The Sims online. Neither have I. Uh, the yep. stories about that are very, very weird. Yeah. Like if you go and just read articles, um, controversies that popped up, like the community management problems they had, the sunsetting of The Sims online was also ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. It's more than we could cover here, but like go and seek that out. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sims Medieval, which is like a quest based uh, Sims, and mm-hmm. usually like console versions kind of add this yeah. as a thing. They take away this, the the um, sandbox part of this and make it more of a traditional RPG, um, which is a play mode. When we talk about the main game, is contained within the Sims. Yeah, you can play this uh, as just an RPG and build up stats in advance, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. And that tends to be what the uh, console versions are. Um, the Sims Medieval is that, except for in medieval times. Right. So, I was really intrigued by that, but never hopped on board. I think I was in a, I think I was in a valley of my Sims appreciation when that came out. I, I played it a little bit. It's not for me really. Mm-hmm. Like I like building stuff too much. Yeah. And yeah. that that is very limited. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a kingdom. It's if, if you really love the Sims kind of humor and stuff, it, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a weird kingdom sim uh, RPG choose your own adventure. Kind of thing like the opportunities or the uh, those special events where you have one of two different ways to handle it. Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like a light version of all three of those things. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're making it sound very good. <laughs> it's. I mean, I, 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 it didn't hold my attention. Like, right, right. it just wasn't what I played The Sims for. Right. You right. know, any any of those three things, I feel like I can get. You know, In most of them from King of Dragon Pass. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, then there was the herbs Sims. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the herbs has not, have not aged well no. as a concept. <laughs> it's um, just, what, what, what have we squeegeed some sweat off of the back of each of the black eyed peas and press yes. it into a video game disc? <laughs> I would like to bring the herbs back as a general noun <laughs> that you can use as kind of an all purpose thing, <laughs> yep. you know, and not, not in a racist way. Not like, I don't want to go to that restaurant because the herbs might be there. Right. Because you know, then that's kind of bad. But I, I do like the idea of like, you know, uh, uh, I can't, uh, Oh man, I can't have dust. I got herbs, you know, or something like that. Like it, it, it applying to like a mildew or a pantry moth or something like that. I'm kind of into, moth. you know. Yeah. <laughs> when we're saying herbs, we're talking about U R B Z, not H E R B S. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because you, if you if you have actual H E R B S, like, and you do want to bring people over. Yeah, you want to you want to hop off that moth. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there's also my Sims, mm-hmm. which is like the little kid version of it that tend to be for, uh, for, for handheld. Yeah. And on the Wii as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Which pretty much a handheld. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's get into uh, The Sims 3 and kind of The Sims still. Uh, the longest generalities that we've ever had because it'll be the entire episode. Pretty yes, much. pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what's this all about? We mentioned the phrase virtual dollhouse earlier, and that's not very far off of the mark. Uh, you have influence over an entire house- household, um, which can be either a single person or a family or just a huge assemblage of roommates that is completely unmanageable. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the uh, And the... Uh, that manageableness is uh, important. That's actually one of the other challenges when I was talking about challenges mm-hmm. that people had. Um, I think it's called everyone's an idiot challenge where you make as big a household as it allows you, but you can only cr- control one sim. Oh, God. So you just have to deal with having, like, what is it like to have nine moron roommates? <laughs> Which, out of all the challenges I read, it was the one I'm most likely to do. I think that's very funny. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I played my big houses and uh, for this playthrough, actually, just because – managing a single sim gets over you know a little bit overwhelming and like jumping Mm. around each individual one just got to be too much so it's like how do i just how do i deal with this deal with this in the in the most sensible way possible Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Uh, and each household that you that that you make is uh given a little difficulty rating depending on either the traits that you have given your sims or the number of sims their their phases of life etc so it'll show you kind of like how big of a bite you're taking yep and the, the reason why that's a good challenge or why that is something to consider if you're making a big household is because even though throughout the series, Sims have gotten more smart mm-hmm. on their own. They're, they're, uh, they're even, no longer walking around pissing themselves. Yeah, in Sims 1 and 2, <laughs> people <laughs> constantly piss themselves. And I think there was an AI setting. I think they just didn't like, you know, whatever the, the AI was considering between pissing yourself and like, you know, watching TV or whatever, they would just flip a coin. <laughs> you know, it felt like. But they were constantly pissing themselves. Right. Uh, in The Sims 3 – they will stay alive. Yeah. You know, and that's about it. And that's not counting like setting fires on accident and stuff, but they will, uh, they will eat and shit and go and go to work. Yeah. 
uh, and mostly play computer. Yeah, if there is a computer, they yeah. will forego every single other uh, activity in order to go sit down and play computer games at it. Yeah. Like, that is the most effective way to raise your fun stat mm-hmm. or whatever. But like your your sim, you know, like when we say, oh, they'll feed themselves or they'll go to the bathroom on their own or they'll go to work, like they will wait until they are as hungry as possible. Before they go, yeah. do they'll wait until they're right on the edge of having to pee to go, yep. you know, to, to, to go do that. Which I do sometimes. I don't like force myself. If I'm at home, I'm not like, well, I'm going into the living room. If I gotta <laughs> go. I better go now. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I don't do that either, but it's just, uh, it's not how this game works. Right. Like it's kind of true to reality, but it's not true to, to the mechanics mm-hmm. of the game. Um, your, uh, your, your sim has a series of traits, skills, and kind of habits and needs and this kind of determines how they act right. and how they behave and interact with others others even if you're controlling them right so you have control over what they do but then it becomes whether that's successful uh or how people react to it mm-hmm. can be dependent and your verb set is controlled by those things yeah um so we'll, we'll talk about those things in specific but like things like traits which can be you know like the character is neat um, they're not going to piss themselves, right? No matter how hard you try to make them do it, yeah. <laughs> and they no. will, and and they will get very upset if somebody else has pissed themselves and is walking around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Proof. Um, <laughs> 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 um. So your intervention in this and your control is to you know guide the activities and help them help them meet their needs or live a better life, you know, through activities and relationships. So you're giving individual commands and building up like a queue of actions that they're going to do. So like while they're sleeping, you'll say like, all right, well, let's, let's plug in the morning routine, get up, use the, use the restroom, take a shower, make some breakfast, hope that gets done before the carpool arrives. Specifically, when we're talking about helping them meet their needs and living a better life. One of the big design philosophy changes in the Sims three was moving up Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Right, like being able to not just be, uh, micromanaging when you pee, mm-hmm. you know, so you can actually kind of like move towards self-fulfillment. And once I like learned that, like when I read that in an interview, um, I realized like, oh, there are a lot of things that work towards that. Like mm-hmm. we will talk about lifetime wishes or not lifetime wishes, uh, lifetime rewards mm-hmm. a little bit later, but like a bunch of them are like, you don't have to pee anymore. <laughs> right. And because of the time, time economy in the Sims three, that will help you achieve your goals yeah. of self-actualization. Yeah, caulking yeah. up your caulk opens up a lot of opportunity to work on your writing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's, that's literally true. <laughs> so, you know, helping you kind of improve your life is more the focus here as opposed to just like keeping a pet alive, which is closer to what Sims 1 and 2 felt like. Yeah, yeah little, little Tamagotchis. Um, yeah. yeah, but you don't play as God, you play as a conscience, right? Or you, you play as willpower, kind of directing them away from the life of indolence and sloth that they will choose otherwise. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, and that's a little bit where it gets difficult with a large household where it is one conscience trying to manage uh, eight dipshits. Yes. Yeah. Even just in like a StarCraft II competitive mode kind of <laughs> sense, like getting in your clicks per minute. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, like you end up playing at like Baldur's Gate. We're just like, okay, freeze time, go and issue all the commands, wait for them to execute that stuff, watch, and then freeze time. Like a single yeah. day will last for a very long time if we're yeah. not just letting the simulation run. And I think that's not a super fun way. No, to, no, you know, to play. I think that there's a balance. Like you, you want to, you know, make sure your guys don't completely fart off all the time. But um, my personal pick tends to be controlling one sim. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have the most fun doing that. The times I've done kind of households, um, you know, I kind of just take the same amount of time, but just split it between the two, so they're a little bit more autonomous, and that also works just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So this is known as being an absolutely open kind of sandbox game, and it it is. But from The Sims 2 kind of onward, they've added goal, you know, non-player created goals. Um, these kind of micro goals uh, in the the forms of kind of needs and motives, and then also just wishes. Right. Right. Yeah. And then like the, there's always like your needs, you know, the like the plates that you're spitting, the bars that you're trying to keep filled up. Um, and then another system on top of that, that, you know, as it has gone on, at least through The Sims 3, has raised the hierarchy of needs a little yes. bit more. Um, and, and you're fighting with time. Yeah. Against those, which we mentioned that time economy uh, a little bit ago. That's a huge part of this game. Yeah. Um, so. And also uh, a cause of frustration because there are ways to min-max like, hey, if you want to uh, get to work on time, maybe don't have a second floor in your house because for some reason walking up and downstairs takes a half an hour. Yeah, the the time needs – this is something that I wish was dynamic, mm-hmm. like very much that it was context-dependent. Um, you, know, you, you can speed it up yourself. And it, you, it leads to these situations, but the you know, action still kind of – the time still moves at the same rate. Right, right. Uh, so it the, the leads to situations where like writing a book takes uh, you know, 16 hours or something like that, mm-hmm. which is about right. Yeah. You know, that sounds about right as far as you, know, you don't do all that work at once, but like you can write a book in 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but walking across your house takes 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, or if you, and if, again, if you have a second floor, if you have a big house, like you're, you, you have a real rough time. Yeah. With that, um, there are ways that I feel like they could have abstracted this further. Mm-hmm. They're uh, not wanting to do that is because this is an incentive to get those lifetime wishes to have uh, improve your your items and your your uh, your decorations and such. Yeah. So you get more with less. Mm-hmm. You know, like they couldn't really fix this without breaking other things. And this is right. one of the least elegant things in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and God help you if you're trying to do. Um, like, so, and this is a very specific example, but like, you know, if you want to play tug of war with your pet, <laughs> you have to like square off against each other yep. to start the animation. And if you're, the two of them are having kind of a hard time doing it. Like you can waste 15 minutes like squaring <laughs> up with your dog before you get out the rope to play yeah. tug of war. Like it's, it's kind of ludicrous. Yeah. It's like what, what uh, a lot of this stuff and where it breaks down and gets frustrating is like, what, what if just occasionally you would spend an hour doing that thing where you're trying to pass somebody in a hallway, but trying to decide yes. who, who goes which way. Yeah. And that, that, that is a bummer. <laughs> um, doesn't ruin the game or anything like that, but it does mean it's something else to consider. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it takes away from this, the, the simulation sandbox feeling of this a little bit. Yeah. I have, I have a funny story that's only tangentially related to that. Played a sim coal and I had a, had a house, uh, initially an apartment with a cat, but I moved to a cabin, you know, and I got a dog just because the cat was getting lonely and the dog will bring in the newspaper every morning. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. However, the dog would always leave the paper right by the bed where Cole would get out of the bed. And so he was <laughs> – the dog every morning would trap Cole, would trap Sim Cole <laughs> in the bed who wouldn't think to cross over to the other side of the bed and get out there. He would just like sit there relaxing, like <laughs> twiddling his thumbs yep. because he didn't want to step on a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. You you uh, you can't have – you can't get foot ink. Right. <laughs> by any means. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Th- that kind of stuff is a little bit frustrating. And that kind of you know, plays into the AI – in general, too, mm-hmm. just kind of not being good enough to mitigate some of this problem. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's why it gets a little, you know, it's a, it's a little bit easier, more satisfying for me anyway to play one particular sim is because you are, you know, you can spot that and manage it. You don't just like, oh, what happened to so and so? Well, yeah, they're trapped in their bed by the morning edition. Yeah, 
the uh, yeah. And then, then it ends up being a thing too if you're balancing your plates like – you know, my dog would try to do bullshit like that uh, in, in the, my playthrough where I had a dog. And I would just, you know, around the time when I was waking up, I'd send my dog to go do something. Yeah. You know, like, go go dig up a hole. <laughs> you know, and, and, and just to distract them long enough. Yeah. Well, I just, I taught the dog to uh, to destroy the newspaper to satisfy that need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good one. Like, the way that they're trainable is very fun. Yeah. But we'll definitely spend some time talking about the pets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have an overall mood. In this game, you have this little next to your little plum bob here um, and uh, that hovers over you and you can tell uh, how good they're doing when when they're active. So green is they're happy, red is they're miserable. Right. Um, there's also just a little meter mm-hmm. down on the, the interface. Yeah. On the left. Um, the way that mood works, uh, and this is – we'll talk about moodless eventually, but like uh, this is a big thing that determines success when you are trying to do something. Yeah. You know, like you you are incentivized to keep your sim in a good mood because one, that's one of the player created kind of just goals you can bring to the game. Mm-hmm. But two, like you will advance faster. You know, you're more likely to get a promotion if you go into work in a good mood. Right. Yeah. So uh, you're you know you're more likely to not burn your house down if you if, yes. you, if you cook happy. Right. Yeah. Don't don't make sad waffles. Right. You know? <laughs> or, or like you'll write a better book. Right. You know all those things are, those things are true. So mm-hmm. keeping your sim happy uh, and min maxing this game at like weird advanced levels becomes about like finding ways to get powerful moodlets mm-hmm. and stuff, which is a very, like a level of Sims that I never got to. <laughs> yeah. Which is so. like, Oh, do you want to opt into the laundry system? Well, that would, that's annoying, <laughs> but think about it because having fresh clothes is one of the best moodlets in the game. Yeah. You know, so you, maybe you'll pay off dividends other way. Again, right. when I talk about this thing, having a, a deceptively complicated set of systems that lean on each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your meters, your, uh, I call them needs, but everywhere I looked called them motives, which is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, their hunger, your bladder, energy, social, hygiene, and fun. And like managing these is pretty intuitive at the base level, right? If you're, mm-hmm. if you're hungry, eat. If you're lonely, call a friend. And they're, you know, just varying, you know, <laughs> different. You have m- many different options for managing these and they have, you know, different effectiveness, right? Yes. So like talking to somebody in person is a little bit more satisfying than talking on the phone or chatting online. But all of those are options that you just make it. You make a game day decision. What is going to fit best into my plan for the day? Yes, and and these are mitigated and changed by traits. Yeah. So like you can make your sim like let's say you don't want to play a character who gives a shit about being lonely. Mm-hmm. Like you can play a loner. Like yeah. give them that trait, and they won't actually care that much about socializing. One hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or like even if I'm not uh, you know, I'm not that much of a slob in real life. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes will make my character a slob so they're not constantly stressed out because I had a party and someone had a bowl of salad and didn't put it away. Yeah. Like not wanting my character to have those kind of negative things. Like you can you can you have a lot of control over this mm-hmm. between your traits and lifetime uh rewards, like you you can play the kind of person you want. Yes. A lot of time. Like not everybody has to uh you know, I like I use the bathroom less than most people I know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will go, you know, and hang out at, with my friend all day and just like never piss, <laughs> and it just like just doesn't happen. Like yeah. just, I don't know, <laughs> just just not full. I'm drinking water. I don't know. What's, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it just, but the uh, you know, so that that will happen. You can you can make that happen mm-hmm. if that's closer to what what, what you are. Um, that that overall mood we talked about. We we mentioned moodlets. Uh, so this is the main. Um, this is a big addition to three. And does a lot to uh, uh, kind of justify a lot of the items and activities mm-hmm. that you can do in the game. Um, this is just a, a number, you know, but like if you have a good night's sleep, you have a plus 20 moodlet and it mm-hmm. lasts for a certain amount of time. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, that's just going to put you in a better mood. It's going to mitigate some of those negative factors and make you more successful in your long-term goals. Right. So again, it gives you it gives you more control on top of and beyond just keeping the plates spinning. You know, and, yes. and these are longer lasting. You know, sometimes not permanent, but uh, you know, semi-permanent fi- you know fixes. Like in previous games, at least in Sims One, I can't remember in Sims Two, you had you had a need that was like room or decor or something like that, where like yes. that was the way they incentivized you to you know make sure that your Sims living space was appropriate and looked nice, etc., was the right size, and it was very difficult to manage because there was like an invisible math that happened around it. Yeah, in the Sims Three, like well decorated is just a mood that you can have yeah. you know by putting a, a minimus of effort into you know putting like a vase here or you know etc cetera, etc cetera. the math is still invisible but it is far less consequential yeah yep um well i mean sometimes it's invisible sometimes it just says you know plus like what what oh, the that, i mean do. or the the, yeah. the uh like the like the math for the mood is not invisible like it'll say like oh plus 10 because you're in a nice place what determines if a, if a room is uh is, is well decorated that math is invisible yeah and yeah. and there they, there's a little bit of holdover from sims too so like when you buy a painting mm-hmm. it will have an environment rating which is i think what it was called in sims 2 yeah and that determines how big of a mood shift mm-hmm you get from those things. So it, the math is visible, but there there are numbers. Like you can know that one painting is better than another. Yes. And then that kind of plays into that troubling hyper-capitalist nature of this where more <laughs> expensive paintings are always better. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to kind of just put put away your, you know, your parody of yourself aside <laughs> to, to, to just, in, just enjoy that. Um, mood that can also happen from events in the world and things you don't control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so somebody dies, um, you know, you, uh, you get a demotion, things like that. You'll be in a bad mood for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think the best way to play is to roll with those things, mm-hmm. you know, like the same way in real life, you know, I'm, I'm sad because, uh, you know, I, I didn't get this promotion. Like, uh, I'm going to treat myself extra kind and go to a restaurant and eat like my favorite meal, mm-hmm. you know, and counteract that mood. And that is, uh, very, very true to the simulation kind of nature of this. Like that feels right. Yeah. So this system, I think, is this plus the traits are the smartest additions I think that they made in The Sims 3. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the the open neighborhood is very important, like, structurally to this. But in terms of actually, like, modeling somewhat realistic humans and behaviors and things, moodless and traits um, go a very, very long way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you want to chase positive ones. You want to stomp out negative moodlets. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, like this gives you a little mini quest, like, okay, if you're in a dirty room, well, yeah, I need to prioritize cleaning that stuff up because my guests didn't put their salad away. Well, and they it. almost always switch into the wishes system too. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, if you, if you haven't taken a shower for a while and you have like the grungy negative moodlet, mm-hmm. you might get a wish that says take a shower. Yeah. And this is further incentivizing you with the uh, lifetime kind of currency, yeah. uh, that we have. So wishes are a really big deal too. Mm-hmm. Um, these are little, you have a little window, uh, down in the left side of the screen and these will pop up. You can lock in up to four of them and uh, it will say, Hey, your SIM wants to do this. You'll get this many lifetime reward points, uh, which we'll talk about lifetime rewards, uh, eventually. Um, if you do this thing Mm -hmm. and they are based on your traits and your circumstances and your personality uh, there, and they range in huge, you know, huge (laughs) amounts of like effort required. Like it can be, you know, buy this thing or like eat cereal or fill up the dog bowl, mm-hmm. or it can be, you know, write a book that gives you $5,000 in royalties. Right. You know? Yeah. And, you know, the, the reward, the reward that you get is tied to the difficulty and time consumingness of the, uh, of the task. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, let's talk about uh, lifetime happiness. 
rewards. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, so, um, if you're, if you're playing it like I do, which is playing a small household of one or two people, um, and turning off aging or slowing aging down rapidly, cause I don't want to face, uh, mortality and decay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is just a way to turn your sim into a fucking Superman. <laughs> yes. Uh, again, though, moving up that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because these things, uh, so the, these are, there's a little menu where you can buy these, these little perks, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and the, the, the cheaper ones, you know, can be like, you clean faster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. You know, I, I like, I get a little extra time. Oh, you don't pee. That's pretty cool. Oh, I own a money tree. Well, like, oh, I guess. Oh, I can teleport everywhere. Uh, oh, I, you know, like, I, I have a clone voucher so I can bring back somebody from the dead as a baby. What? You know, like, they get really sci-fi and weird Yeah. Uh, as they go. And they, they, they exist for any adult sim, and they also exist for pets. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the pets ones are very funny yes. uh, to me. The, uh, but the cheapest one is to be able to vomit on command. On command. I love that one so much. <laughs> it's really good. Like just whenever you want to get attention. Yeah. Um, and that plays into something that like we should mention. I, I don't know where to put it, but we start talking about modes of play. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is a way to play this that I think is very fun, which is not just to make everything optimal. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can you can RP this, I guess. Yeah. In a way that is extremely fun. Like if you're controlling a household and having two characters, the kind of, you know, if you have your neat freak, like. Make your cat puke every once in a while. Like it's going to stress out one of your Sims, but it's a more interesting situation. Yeah, yeah. To have that kind of story than just like, what if there was a person where everything went right all the time? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. What if every single thing was under control? Yes. You know, which is which is a way to play this and is fun. It's just not the only way. Right. Right. Um. You also get a uh, a grand wish, like a a lifetime wish, that you pick at the beginning of your uh. Your journey. Yeah. You can spend lifetime happiness points to change this if you, if you mm-hmm. want to, but this is always like reach the top of a career um, or, you know, some other big achievement that takes a long time to work toward. And if you're yeah. playing on regular, uh, you know, regular aging, like you might not have enough time to do this if you don't manage, you know, if you don't manage your time correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this is a, a, a game provided goal. Yes. For you, where you can consider you won the game if you've done this thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, the uh, uh, if you get these, it permanently kind of affects your your happiness. Like you will you will be in a good mood mm-hmm. that you, you know you've done this. Like you you will be happy you've done it. And if you have a number of expansions uh, available, um, a couple of things they did with really smart was one. Uh, I don't remember. I think it's generations let you just kind of pick the one you want, mm-hmm. as opposed to them being limited to your traits, which I think is a really good idea. Uh, second, there are tons of these. Yes, um, it's a wide variety of life states. Mm-hmm. So. It's kind of like you're playing the same go- game but picking out your end condition at the beginning, mm-hmm. which will change how you play the game and just kind of adds to this game's desert island you know, amazing replayability value. Like yeah. if your goal is to have 10 lovers, you will play a very different game <laughs> than if your goal is to collect one of every fish. Yeah. You know, so. Gosh, it makes me want to go play it right now. <laughs> it's extremely good, man. It is very it's a, you like you like you, usually like the, the the episode is a capstone to the experience of you know playing one of these, and you put it down. But like I don't know, I have The Sims Four and all the expansions. I want to go fire that up. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I I am kind of always down for for The Sims, and I haven't gone. You know, I I don't think I've ever gone a year in my life without installing it and playing it for. Mm-hmm. At least a week or so. Yeah. Well, like, oh. for, for, for me, it's a way for me to uh, to tamp down the desire to move. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's a big part of that modes of play 
thing. Yeah. You know, part of, like the the uh, build stuff, which we'll we'll talk about soon, like is a big part of this game. Yeah. You know, and and is the game like it is is not just a, a tool to play the game. Like it is a game in and of itself. Yeah. Um, you can have a, your your Sims can kind of live out their lives and have kids and age and die. Uh, in The Sims 3, they introduced other people in town doing these things. Yes. So other people in town will kind of move on a simulation, meet each other, get married, get divorced, have kids, etc. No. Um, this is called story progression. And a very wise thing that The Sims 3 did is allow you to toggle this on or off. Right. Um, and that also comes with aging. Uh, in The Sims 2, you had to use a, put in a cheat mm-hmm. to stop your Sims from aging if you just wanted to you know, finish that story without any kind of time pressure. Mm-hmm. Sims 3 uh, puts it into sliders, uh, which I really love. Like maybe I eventually do want to become an old man, but I just mm. want a lot of time to do it. Yeah. Let's give myself 90 days. You know, in a day in The Sims, like you get a lot done, yeah. right? Like let's give myself 90 days to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's a way to play as well. Like giving the, the player control of that stuff is – I'm always down for that. Yeah. It is It is uniformly a smart decision. Can be yeah. it can lead to overwhelming menus, but that is a you know a small price to play a small price to pay for being able to play the way you want to, right? Absolutely, yeah. Especially yeah. because there are no stakes. Like this is not an online experience, so you know, giddy mm-hmm. up, <laughs> just yeah. let people let people uh, uh you know have uh, define the walls of their sandbox, right? Giddy up can be your uh, catchphrase <laughs> for for your seven and eight. Yep. So, yeah. I'm, I'm watching too much Seinfeld, Gary. I moved from, yeah. <laughs> I moved from King of the Hill to Seinfeld. So I've been saying giddy up quite a bit. Um, it's, a, it's a great word. Yeah. So the first thing that you're going to do is make your sim, right? If you're not lame, like, yeah. you can just choose a house, which I don't get. Yeah. You know, and there are characters in this. Like one of the weird things about this game, I don't know where else to put it, but like there, like the goth family has fans. <laughs> um, there's lore to this. The Sims 3 is a prequel to Sims 1 and 2. Which what? makes no sense because the, <laughs> the technology is different. You know, but it is the valley that was founded before the, the, the town of the Sims 1 and 2. And Sims 4 is an alternate timeline. Yeah. Uh, so so if you are the weirdest person in the fucking world, <laughs> uh, you can care about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. If you are on many watch lists, uh, you, can, you can give a shit about that. But, uh, but I think for most people, you're doing this to make a guy, you know, make a person and and, and fuck around with them. Right, right. Uh, you can see, like, in some of the pre-made households that they are kind of setting up different experiences of play, you know, where mm-hmm. different, you know, like different houses or different families have, like, different aesthetics. Like, if you decide to play as the goth, it's a little, it's a little bit like a toned down Adam's family kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, but you're going to want to hop in there and make a very flattering facsimile of yourself, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and you have a lot of different options yeah. in how to, uh, you know, control your personality and the way you look. Um, you know, and it's it's pretty similar to, like, a very robust character creation in a modern, you know, game, mm-hmm. really. Like, like play, you know, creating your character in Dragon Age 3 is not that different than this. Right. Um, you know, you have different uh, hair, skin tone options. Um, each expansion adds to hair, hairstyles, mm-hmm. generally. Um, you have sliders for your face presets as well. Um, you can change your body, you know, your BMI, your amount of uh, muscle uh, that you have, things like that, your body yeah. hair. Yeah. Yep. Uh, women get a boob slider. Yes, which is, you know, you, you can really go out of control with that bad boy <laughs> uh, if, if you want. Go, go full dead or alive, yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, like you go in uh, and again, this is a little bit like a Sunday bar kind of thing. You take as much as you want. 
um, yeah. in terms of you can grab a preset, modify that. Um, they give you, a, you know, lots of sliders. You can go full Monster Factory, no middle sliders with this, mm-hmm. um, you know, and make just a bunch of weirdos if you want to, you know, or, Absolutely. you know, model your friends or characters from games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, yeah. And any number of people. Um, the real kind of most important choices you're making here, uh, you know, the cosmetic choices are important. You can also change, I guess it's worth mentioning, you can change these things in game too. Mm-hmm. You can get haircuts, you can work out and lose weight, things like that. Yeah. So th- these are just your beginning states. Um, the more consequential choices when you choose your traits. Um, adults get five. Uh, younger Sims get fewer than five. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are kind of broken down into different categories. You know, it's like mental, uh, emotional Things like that. Social lifestyle. And, yeah. Yes. Yep. And these are the sum total of your personality. Mm-hmm. Um, these five things, which that's a gross oversimplification <laughs> of people, but that this is what determines what kind of person you are. Yeah. Um, and like the, like the, the combinations between those do a fair job of like, you know, sketching out a person in this. Absolutely. Right. You know, yeah. if you if you choose somebody who is, you know, who, who is evil and rebellious and mischievous, like they're going to go around making all kinds of trouble for people around them. And, right. And even if you're you have a really tight hand on the steering wheel, you'll have those options because mm-hmm. these control the verbs you you have available to you. Mm-hmm. So like <clears throat> one of the most fun things and one of my uh, I haven't done a lot with evil Sims, but in one of my my playthroughs, I had an evil Sim. And uh if you have the evil thing on your mailbox, you can donate money to undermine certain charities. <laughs> and that option just doesn't appear for, for regular Gary Sim. Yeah. You know, because um, I, I didn't have that evil uh, thing. There are min-max elements to this. There are ones of these that are objectively better than other ones if you are playing the meter-filling RPG that is included in this game. Yes. Um, you know, I think it is more fun to give yourself kind of a balanced, you know, zone. Like, you can make you know, super artist, genius, bodybuilder, uh, <laughs> Captain Goodman, like if you want, and that is a, a fine way to play, but I think it's fun to have some, some quirks yeah. to get around, you know, to, to, to build in trade-offs or to give yourself some obstacles. And the thing is, even something that looks like it is going to be bad, um, ends up having upsides as well. Usually. The, yeah. The, 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 example of that would be like, you can choose an unlucky or clumsy sim. I forget mm-hmm. which one it is. Let's say unlucky. Choose an unlucky. Oh yeah, choose choose an unlucky sim. You're more accident prone, and accidents can sometimes lead to death. However, um, an, 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 an unlucky sim, if they die, death will spare you and bring you back to life because he likes watching you die. Yeah, yeah. Which, and, and when we say death will spare you, it's literally the Grim Reaper shows up. Yes, uh, it's very cool. Um, also, even you know, so that's a kind of extreme example. Even down to things like light sleeper, mm-hmm. right? Like. Most of the time you don't want that because getting a full night's rest is a powerful moodlet and not doing that is a powerful negative one. Um, but if you get robbed, you'll wake up right away. Right. You know, like there are, there are advantages to most of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also ones like these suggest how you want to play. Like you're not going to take the master angler or whatever. Right. Uh, thing if you don't plan on doing any fishing uh, in the game. There are also ones that contradict. Um, you cannot take like neat and slob. Right. You cannot yeah. be both good and evil. Yes. Um, so this is the most important kind of choice you're really making in the game. Mm-hmm. I feel like far yeah. more so than what is your favorite food. Yeah. Would you, would you also make your favorite food, favorite color, um, which do affect mood, mm-hmm. you know, having a perfectly cooked version of your favorite food, uh, is a very powerful mood that, mm-hmm. um, and also your sign, uh, which does determine compatibility. Yeah. Uh, in terms of romance as of late night, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, like you make a sim and then if you decide to make more, you design your whole household and then you set your relationships, uh, Mm -hmm. which gets fairly granular. Like you can have a married couple of kids, but also a roommate. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
uh, and and have those things between the the people too. Mm-hmm. You can you yeah exactly, um, and that's all pretty uh, pretty intuitive. Yeah, it's also where you choose your lifetime wish, which we mentioned before. Yeah, um, building and buying are another huge part of this because it's not enough just to have Sims; they need to have a place to live. Yeah, even though almost every time I've done a Sims run, I try to do uh, an outdoor house mm-hmm. uh, version where I what can I do if I put make one pillar <laughs> and that's the only wall uh, that I have. So like a phone on one wall with a, a toilet above under it and then like a sink, a shower attached to the other wall. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I can't remember what I do on the, the other one, but then just everything else is just outside and just my Sims never inside. So, so you, that has to be a real pain in the ass with the seasons. Yeah, it's not great. The, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not I'm living in a shack. Yeah, not even a shack. There's no shack, man. Oh, there's you're no living... roof. Yeah, there's no roof. It's just um, a pillar. <laughs> so four four sets of walls facing outward. Okay. Just to have wall mounted things on. Okay. All and right. The bed yeah. And free, you know, and robbers are nightmares. Like they they just go into the window. <laughs> they just come up and just start stealing your TV. Just doot, doot, you know. There's no place to hang an alarm. You can hang it as one of the four things on the pillar. <laughs> but what's the effective range on that? Like in a house, I don't know. in a, in a house, know. like it, it, it's for the room. Yeah, I, I, that I do not know. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've actually tried that in se- with with seasons installed. Okay, uh, so I got to try that again just to see if I can get my and my my uh, emergent gameplay will be survive the winter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as, as such. So, but you can make like loves the outdoors as a or loves being outdoors. Yeah. As a trait too, so I can make it like a maybe a happy fella mm-hmm. who is into into outdoor living. Yeah, it's a, it's an extreme tiny house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they give you a tremendously granular amount of control um, over over your environment and this, and then what Gary just described as an you know as an extreme version of that, or you can go completely the other way around, make a gigantic mansion with several outbuildings and a full garden. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, garage, et cetera, et cetera, uh, ambitions added basements, which are a, God, a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. That, that is one, that's the main draw of Sims 4 to me is this, these expanded build mode mm-hmm. kind of, uh, generosity. Yeah. Cause they, they are a pain to get to work. The issue is you just have to plan yeah, yeah. them. Like if you already made a house and you want to add a basement, fuck you. Like <laughs> yeah. it is not going to go well. <laughs> if you start with the basement and move upwards, you're You'll be okay. Right. It is It is not so bad. But, like, basements are a pain. Yeah. Um, it's cool that you can have them. I've also done a house before where it is a hatch. Mm-hmm. Like, the house is just – there's a, there's a one, like, a, a telephone booth-sized room mm-hmm. that has a ladder that goes down into the actual, like, underground complex. <laughs> and that's a really fun, like, setup yeah. for a house, too, because well, from the outdoors, it looks really ridiculous. Yeah. You can you can build, like, five, five levels deep. Is yeah, the, is the yeah. Thing. So like you can go full on like this is you know like an, an evil genius from the game layer, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you can get that career as well. Which we'll talk <laughs> about. Like you can you can be that uh, that yeah. character. Nice. Um, but it adds basements um, for this this build mode uh, kind of thing. When you start your game, you pick uh, your town based on mostly on the ones that you have available through which expansions you have installed, mm-hmm. um, or any of them you've bought. Some of them are, have been sold standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you uh, you choose your lot uh, there. Like you have twenty thousand dollars. To, uh, to move in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy a lot. You can buy it furnished or unfurnished. Um, and initially, once you buy that, everything has not degraded. Like there is deprecation mm-hmm. of items, but you can sell everything for what it's worth. So you can buy a house, sell the entire house, and then just build one from scratch if you want. Yeah. Uh, which it tends to be my, my MO. Mm-hmm. 
um, because I like uh, building houses. Yeah, building houses is very fun. I also mm-hmm. like doing very heavy remodeling as well. Like mm-hmm. I will, I will buy a house and use that almost as like a template. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and basically just like see what kind of pathways or opportunities there are, and then just dive into buy or dive into build mode. Um, and do the renovation there. Mm-hmm. Build mode is where you're making walls. You're changing uh, elevation uh, for things like you can actually terraform. Mm-hmm. You give yourself hills and ponds, things like that. Uh, but mostly you're building rooms. Yeah. Uh, here, rooms, stairways, hallways. You know, you're building a house, and it is uh, fiddly, but I think still good enough mm-hmm. as an engine to be very fun to do. Yes. Like I, th- that is one of the ways that this an iteration of this uh, the Sims One was just an arc, you know, making a house mm-hmm. game. And in another world where we never actually got the Sims. Um, I would still probably think this was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, it, it is a highlight of – one of the highlights of every time I play this game is, like, making my house. Mm-hmm. And they're not – like, even it just, like, oh, here's a modest studio I'd like to live in. Mm-hmm. That is still extremely satisfying to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah, it's so. it's very satisfying to, like, uh, to like decorate it. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that I love in The Sims 3 is the style editor, right? Yeah. Where, like, you know, you're picking your furniture, you know, we'll talk about this. You're picking your furniture oftentimes based on the way that it looks. But if you just buy it, you know, straight out of the straight out of the catalog with the options, it'll look like mismatched, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, you can go in and say, like, all right, everything in this room, like, I'm going to have this base color and this accent color and, like, restyle everything, like, oh, I don't like the fabric that is on the, the that is on the bedspread for this bed. I'm going to change that to be like this pattern. You can get incredibly mm-hmm. granular with it for basically outside of, you know, the things that you buy to improve the environment for basically no no reward other than the satisfaction of making something that looks very nice. Which which is very fun. Yes. Like nice and functional, mm-hmm. right? Like there are parts of this build mode like and it's it they're very different, but like the same way that I have always, I've been making the, I've always made the argument that like Mario Maker, like making the levels is a game too. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not just about playing other people's games. Like I feel that way about this too. Like this yeah. is part of the game. It is fun to give yourself a problem of like what would be a fun, good living space, mm-hmm. and then solving it with these tools yeah. is immensely satisfying and cool. Yeah. You know, and this also works in like as your, you know, your Sims you know, income grows or the family changes or you decide to change the activities and stuff like it is thrilling to move into a new house in the Sims, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to pick up everything, to go to a new place, open up build mode and say like, all right, I know that this is the way my Sim likes to live. This, these are the things that he likes to do. Let us make this space match him perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we can't really, uh, you know, this ties into to buy mode. That's when you're buying the items for your mm-hmm. thing, but we can't, uh, you can't really discount the part of this that is just like fun wish fulfillment too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you make it for your sim, but also like I've always wanted a room with a, like a house with an arcade. Uh huh. In it, like I'm gonna give myself a little arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a one bedroom apartment where one, you know, <laughs> yeah. one the living room is where I sleep and the bedroom is where I keep my arcade machines. Yep. Okay, why not? You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's very cool. Um, you you get to there is an just like I've always wanted this type of room, mm-hmm. uh, feeling. Yeah. And that that is probably my me speaking as like a lifetime apartment dweller mm-hmm. you know but uh that is extremely satisfying and oh, fun to me totally like the oh like the, this is the kind of house that i want and like the mm-hmm. idea that you have this entire you know entire towns are simulated like yeah like you start out like living in you know a tiny little cramped place but like for me it's always satisfying to be able to move out into the country to like mm. live in a cabin that's on the side of a hill over water like I, fuck yeah yeah 
<laughs> I, I had to look up how to move for one of my gimmick playthroughs. I've never, prior to this, I've never moved in The mm. Sims. I always just added onto my house or mm. rebuilt it. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, like that, that is how that works. It was really crazy that I'd played this game so long and I did not know how to do that. Yeah. So it's a satisfying thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in gameplay terms, a well-designed house is going to have room for all of your Sims and their activities. Uh, and it's also mm-hmm. going to let them move around quickly. Like, you don't want to have a lot of, like, one-unit-wide hallways because then people are going to do that trying to dance around each other kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Don't make mazes. Right. Like, anti-tower defense <laughs> is what you want. Um, this has a lot of kind of graphic, you know, or, like, the same things that are in MS Paint. Like, you have an eyedropper tool. Yes. So you can use the same kind of uh, uh, pattern or wallpaper mm-hmm. on things or just get an item. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, carpet, flooring, things like that. Yeah. You can, um, you can carpet or uh, paint an entire room in one go. Yeah, by painting contiguous tiles saves so much time. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, you want to make sure your rooms are finished, you know, so you don't want to just have baseboard up there. You want them to look good. Um, this will impact your mood. Yeah. Um, you know, doing being well decorated, decorated will make your Sims feel good. Also, you know, there's a buy-in element. Like doing this, you're going to have more fun if you care about it. Yeah. Do it proper. You know. Yeah, because it, it, it's satisfying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, uh, and that's that's its own reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we mentioned certain aspects of this are really fiddly. Don't build your house with a foundation. Just don't do it. I know it feels wrong to just lay linoleum over the ground. Uh, a foundation is going to make so many problems for you. <laughs> I I didn't really have this experience. No? Uh, with that. Yeah, no. I, and it's a little bit like it elevates your house a little bit. Um, but, you, just, you know, a, a couple steps that go up to it kind of fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, like, yeah, I, I just didn't have that, that big of a problem. With yeah. This. Well, the, the the problem was if you were trying to do a, a house on a foundation with a basement that you were going to get to at all, like an elevator will not go through a foundation unless you like do some kind of weird terra, terraforming kind of stuff. Stairs. Yeah. Like you have to go up to a small landing to get you up to the top. And it sucks because like a house with a with a foundation is raised up just enough that you can have like a deck. Like I love, yeah. how, you know, like a, having a house with a deck is a really satisfying design choice right like that's then you know that, that that is that is a good way to you know get your sim outside right i, I guess it's one of those things where if you, if you want to have a basement start with the basement yeah yeah because a foundation is you lay that like a layer it's not it's not a contiguous rectangle right. you can have the foundation be selective mm-hmm. you know so you can still have that raised section and a basement yeah. even if uh, i there, even if i put the basement there like figuring out you know, later on you just like if you moving the stairs always ended up being a real problem yeah yeah you just you just have to plan yeah. You know, and it's a pain if you like it doesn't allow having a, a foundation doesn't allow uh, as man, much maneuverability. Right. Right. So, yep. um, yeah, yeah. it is definitely a trade off. Yeah. Uh, the Internet has a bunch of uh, tutorials, videos, like some very, very dated, like, oh, this is a very low resolution, um, mm-hmm. not widescreen kind of thing. You're like, oh, this game is old as fuck. Uh, but yeah. people have accomplished a lot getting around those limitations, um, yes. you know, for driveways and things like that. Mm hmm. Um, once you've built your house, you have to fill it with stuff. Uh, so you go into buy mode. Yeah. Um, Sims shopping music is something I think about all the time. <laughs> yep. I don't know why they don't play it at PRGE. It makes me <laughs> furious. Yep. Uh, that they don't play Sims shopping music or the Wii shop music. Mm-hmm. Um, you... they do at the beginning of the day and that's it. It is irritating. Yeah. You clods. Like the Sims <laughs> shopping music would be great for this. You have missed such an opportunity. Why, yeah. why can't anybody else see it? Yeah. DJ switch. Clam it. <laughs> um, but uh this is where you're getting a catalog and this uh has very robust options for um filters 
uh, for this. So you can go in a lot of really clever ways, like by function, by room, by collection. Mm-hmm. Um, you filter these, and they go in kind of ascending order of fanciness. Yes. Uh, and you you go room to room, mm-hmm. filling them out with uh, with what you want. Yeah. It, it sounds like we're, we're zooming in so much, but that menu for choosing just by room that gives mm-hmm. you the little like icon based representation of like this is what a family room would look like. And you mm-hmm. click on the icon for each little thing to see the selection of it. That is such an ingenious design decision that makes shopping for a room so easy because like there are things you can forget. Like you can forget that rugs exist. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um yeah, and, and talking about this is one thousand percent like going to make me want to fire this up too. Like <laughs> just talking about the shopping mode is making me want to decorate a room. Yep. In kind of a gross way, yeah. um, but it, it is it is really fun. Um, there are uh, a lot of these options are gated behind, you know, sim points. Mm-hmm. Uh, there they'll still show them to you, yes. uh, which is kind of a bummer. That's a little bit gross. Yep. Um, but you can again to balance that, you can populate this with modded things. Yes. This is what we're talking about when we say talk about downloading items. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you choose your items based on on met needs, right? There's like a, mm-hmm. there's a baseline thing like every house ought to have a toilet, ought to have a stove, ought to have a sink, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get fancy with it. So like instead of uh you know just having a sink, you can you know when you have enough money buy a dishwasher, right? And yes. a lot of these items, you know, those specialized items are there to save you time, right? Yeah. Um, in a more kind of elegant way than they did in The Sims 2. Yeah. Like, um, it is not as, uh, based around just fixing your needs mm-hmm. as much. Like, something that I, I joked about for a long time is that The Sims 2, it's very funny that you're working to get a toilet that allows you to shit faster. <laughs> you know, like, that being tied to the quality. Sucks it just, out. <laughs> yeah, just it sucks it out. Or just like, boy, this is, you know, it really gets me in the mood. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and that being very, very strange. Yeah. Here, it's not quite like that. It's more like a nice toilet is well decorated. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, you know, it makes the room look nice. Yeah, or well, uh, uh, know, it b- breaks less frequently. Yeah, it breaks less, exactly. Like, you know, so nicer things, it does matter, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what what, uh, what you get um, there. Yeah. So. Um, so each expansion comes with stuff that fills out the catalog, you know, like we, we, we talked about the online stuff for sim points, um, mm-hmm. but you can download the free mod content where the, where the sim point stuff and the stuff packs gets a little bit frustrating is when I started looking online for pre-made houses, you know, mm-hmm. like I wanted to download the Winchester mystery house, uh, was a Dr. Static on the Slack posted a link to that. I was like, awesome, great. And all of these mod repositories will say, like, you need this expansion and this expansion and this stuff back in this particular item uh, to make this work. And I did not want to, like, put something in the game that required that additional stuff to spend more mo- more money on this than we already did. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, or, like, it, you, it might allow you to do the house and then there just won't be, you know, a table. Right. And there's something dumb like that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, that is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, so you you don't, you know, we talk, it's kind of relates to that modes of play thing where like, it is definitely true. You don't need to get those expansions. There are some experiences that are locked off for not getting them. Yeah. Even down to this level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, you know, that's you building your, your house and, uh, and doing this and you can go back and you don't just do this in the beginning. This is one of the modes of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're actually playing the game, you have life buy and build mode. Um, you swap between those whenever you want and time is paused in buy and build mode. So, uh, you know, if you make a mistake, once you actually get your sim there and it's like, well, I can't actually, you know, get to this. Like that kept happening to me. Like, uh, for some reason, like I couldn't walk past the dog bed that I put in the corner, Burr. you know, like it just like he, yeah, he wouldn't walk past it. So I was like, okay, I need to actually like, you know, get a smaller dog bed. Mm-hmm. You know, my dog was too big to get on the couch. 
<laughs> How big you know, was your so dog? Are you sure you didn't buy a horse? No, no, it was just a like. I, that actually really makes me want to do an indoor horse, like do a horse apartment, <laughs> like do, do late night horse apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, like this is this is an insidious episode of the show to record because it's giving me homework yeah. for after. Like late night horse apartment has got to be like, that is the sitcom that I I crave. <laughs> 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 sorry no but it's just a regular dog i just bought like a like a cute little love seat and the dog couldn't get on it he was too big so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't know how to recover from late night horse apartment <laughs> yeah i want to see if it works yeah because I mean, like they give you you know we'll talk about when we start talking about the expansions they give you like a way to get a barn and uh get bales of hay and stuff like that but i don't know if it stops you from getting a horse if you don't have them can, can a horse ride an elevator <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and if not, can I mod it to make the to, to make that possible? Yeah, yeah the, those are the questions that the Sims help us answer. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know they can't go downstairs. But... That that is a uh, the, a horse riding an elevator is a uh, part of a very good bit of a long joke in the latest John Mulaney special. Oh yeah, uh, that that you you've got to watch if you if you have not watched it. Mm-hmm. It's I... extremely good. He's, he's talking about Trump, and he has this very very long joke metaphor about uh, it being like there's a horse in the hospital. <laughs> and like nobody knows how to do it and, like you're looking at the news and sometimes it's just like something that's not that harmless but you're just kind of like oh the horse rode an elevator <laughs> i didn't know he could do that you know and sometimes it's actually you know terrible <laughs> but my favorite thing about that commie thing is he talks about um this is this is getting into political stuff but it, it's funny yeah. uh he says where he's like you know when when you got this horse in the elevator or a horse in the hospital and uh yeah, every once in a while, someone online just goes on and just says, "Yeah, what about that other horse we had in the hospital? You know that one from from five years ago?" <laughs> and and he and John Mulaney's like, "You know who that person is? That's the person when you're having a sleepover and you're like, man, it was awesome. We watched Beetlejuice tonight, and it's after midnight, and they go, don't you mean last night? <laughs> and that person should be kicked out of your sleepover. Yes, <laughs> like, that person is not your is, friend. That person is not anyone's friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Kid Gorgeous, everyone watch it. Hmm. It's extremely good. Is it on Netflix or? It is. All three of John Mulaney's uh, comedy specials are Netflix, and all three of them are wonderful. Hmm. Plug. Comedy genius. Nice. Um, And I do say that lightly, just because I say it all the time. I'm not going (laughs) to claim I don't call people comedy geniuses that often, but he's among them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk about neighborhoods, because this is a very cool feature. Yeah, this is a Sims 3 uh, thing. Early Sims games, a lot of the game was kind of segmented off. Um, You'd leave your lot. You'd maybe get uh, you know, a loading screen or your car would move around, You know, mostly a loading screen though. Mm-hmm. And you would end up uh, a lot of times just looking at your house and your sim would go to work uh, in something called a rabbit hole, mm-hmm. which is uh, the, the community way of referring to – and then the, the actual game people picked it up. Uh, just when your sim just goes into a thing, disappears, and you just watch time pass. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucks. And sometimes, yeah. you know, eventually in Sims 2, those became kind of choose your own adventure things. Like you'd be in a rabbit hole and you'd get options. Mm-hmm. Sims 3 is much better about that. Yeah. Um, you know, the journey, the destination, everything is actually modeled. Yeah. So, um, there's still, um, there's still black holes that you just disappear down. Uh, mm-hmm. however, a lot of things, you know, there are a lot of community lots that you can go to, uh, kind of public amenities that are modeled. So like the bookstore, um, or an art gallery, those are actual buildings that have a design to them mm-hmm. that you can go in and hang out. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's great. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, it's fun. Like I like being able to take my guy to go browse at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. I, like, <laughs> aspect. I like the idea that like, I'm not existing in a series of pocket dimensions, right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. 
So, you know, in this, your save game, you know, takes place in a world, right? And it simulates the entire town. Uh, and if you have, if you have aging on, like the other people will meet each other, get married, have kids, age up, you know, as it goes around mm -hmm. and you can roam around freely. Like you can just zoom out, go to the map, zoom in on a place, say, I want to go down by this river and see if anything is there. Click that and your sim will pathfind to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, time moves a little bit differently in some of these spaces too. Like, so mm -hmm. proving that they do have kind of dynamic time you know that they're, they're doing um there which is good mm -hmm. you know i just wish they had done kind of more robust things with that yes uh there so don't think you know oh man i'm gonna go down to the restaurant that's gonna take take at least 12 hours <laughs> uh which you know it kind of felt like it maybe would in the sims 2 yeah you know here it's like it takes maybe longer than it should but it's still not quite that bad yeah um and these these are really cool. These get expanded. Um, you know, uh, different towns that you get with those expansions. Um, you can also build your town. Mm -hmm. um, you can go through and edit your town. Um, you end up having a bank of all the different types of lots that you have with all the expansions you have. Mm -hmm. You can bulldoze public lots. Like if I don't want my town to have a fire department, <laughs> I think you can bulldoze it. Just let it ride. <laughs> Yeah, just let it ride. Replace it with you know, um, you know another another uh, diner. You know you can do like oops all diners if you want. Like you can you can go through and edit you know that as well. Yeah, uh, like, in your house you can also move in different families. Uh, they come from different expansions as well. Like mm. this is the you know I messed with this during my my gimmick playthrough of this. I never really done anything with the edit town function. Mm -hmm. um, so it was cool to see that like you can actually make this as much as you know as as. What, what you want it to be. Yeah. So you can seed the town with your own Sims and encounter mm -hmm. them out in the world. Sometimes they'll move away, um, but most of the time they're going to stick around. I did yeah. that for my gimmick playthrough as well, but I did not necessarily like mess with the establishments. Right. And yeah. each, you know, each, each town, you know, the, you know, the ones that come from an expansion, they will, you know, demonstrate the main feature of that or, you know, come with its character as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like the one from pets is like a farming community. Yeah, you know, so and the, has, so the has a cat ranch and a, a dog park and a horse ranch. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and you can you can also uh, you can really control one family per town mm -hmm. uh, with that, which is you know you can't you're not necessarily just controlling everyone in the town, which is kind of a bummer. Like you had to add them to your household, right? Uh, yeah. to, in order to, uh, uh, to control. I, I'm positive there's a there's a good technical reason for that, but I I liked the idea of saying like, all right, well this the like this this house is going to go uh, autonomous. I'm going to go over here and like mess around with these guys for a while, you know, because mm -hmm. I just got bored with this family. Like doing yep. that like does weird things, like gets rid of wishes and stuff. Like it it's a it's a more profound reset than you would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. um, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess it, it's it's not a whole lot to say about it, but. It, I really do feel the loss of this with four. Yeah. Like I like being able to go and walk and they, they actually hide like secrets and stuff too. Mm -hmm. uh, in these, like there's like weird, weird little Easter eggs. Like some of the towns have um, like haunted mines that have glowing eyes behind uh -huh. rickety boards, which is, you know, you just go out and find um, <laughs> if you, uh, a big thing in the metagame for people is collecting things. Mm -hmm. So people are like, you know, I'm going to be a, a herbiculturist and I'm going to collect all the flowers in the game. Yeah. Um, you just being able to take your guy, like seeing a forest and be like, I bet you there's some nice flowers there mm -hmm. and take your guy there is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and this is used to great effect during seasons where holidays are introduced. Yeah. Um, so going down to the different festivals is very fun. Yeah. Uh, for your guys. Yep. And, you know, having this big open town, you know, removing those barriers to going out and, you know, getting off of your own lot increases, you know, the, the opportunity that you have to, like, collide with other Sims, 
right? Mm-hmm. You know, just to, to accidentally expand your, your 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 social circle. Uh, whereas you know, with the with the way that I play, it's very much like my own life, where it's like, oh yeah, you cloister up and just you know just don't really see anybody. Yeah. About once a week, yeah. I go out. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, it feels about right. I mean, yeah. I, I tend to uh, when I play The Sims, I will tend to engage with the romance system in the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just because funny shit happens. Yeah, with those, we'll get that. You're talking about stories, but like, um, other than that, though, you know, I don't throw a lot of parties. Yeah, uh, with my my Sim Garys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, or you know, or head out, you yeah. know, and, and meet a bunch of people in, in random spaces. Uh, let's talk about parties. Along with socializing and families, because even mm-hmm. though social is only one need of six in this game, you're going to spend a lot of time fulfilling it. And it is the one need that is attached to, you know, one of the most complicated systems in the game. Mm-hmm. And and it's uh, the way you're going to get a lot of a little fun emergent situations. Yes. You know, like life is not in a vacuum, even though, you know, we're kind of homebodies, like we're mm-hmm. talking to each other right now. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're immensely social. Mm-hmm. I spend more of my time talking than any of my friends. Yeah, probably. Um. You know, so like this is something you're going to want to have to have these little stories. Yes, that this uh, system can generate. Um, so you're going to want to go out and kind of make friends. You can do this a lot of different ways. Um, even if you have a computer, which is probably the MVP most useful item in the game, <laughs> you can literally just click on chat with somebody. Yeah, that's how you'll get to know people in town. Um, when you meet, there are a bunch of different factors that are going to determine whether you're going to become friends. Um, if you have traits that are similar, um, that means you'll have more kind of in common. Uh, you are more likely to get a, get along. You get a little relationship boost when you first meet. Yes. Um, which is tracked on this meter. Yeah. Uh, smartly, uh, there is a shared meter between two Sims. Uh, mm-hmm. So you don't have situations that popped up a lot in The Sims and Sims 2 where you can adore somebody and they will loathe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like the, that, that asymmetry can make for funny scenarios, but it makes it impossible to manage. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And still, sometimes people, you know, it's not like everybody likes you. Right, right. And this, you know, it's it's up to you. Like, I think you can make most people like you mm-hmm. if you spend enough work at it. But just like real life, yeah, you know, there are people who are more likely to like you. Yeah. Uh, um, it's also fun to explicitly work to make enemies in this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got a I got a story, you know, about that in, in one of my things. So, the um, yeah. So that that is very fun, you know, yeah. and that and and it is it optimal, you know, maybe not, yeah. but it's it's pretty fun to have an enemy. It adds texture. <laughs> yeah, giddy up, Newman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to say everybody yeah. needs their Newman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of different ways to socialize out with this. You can call, uh, and this is new mm-hmm. actually. Like a lot of this is new um, to to Sims Three. You can call them, have them uh, head over to your place, like invite them over, go to their house for a visit. You can say, hey, do you want to go on this place? Do you want to go on a date? Um, you can meet them in bars, you can throw a party and bring people over. You can meet coworkers, Mm -hmm. um, lots of different ways to meet people and socialize with them. Yes. Um, and something that's a huge deal in the Sims three is that every character has a cell phone. Uh, so you do not necessarily need to, uh, need to have, you know, stay posted up by the phone on the wall. Your cell phone Mm -hmm. is a little bit like your personal assistant. You can, you know, fire that up and initiate all of these, even down to just like, Hey, I want to manage my relationship, stay in touch with this person. Let's do a chat on the phone, which 
you know, doesn't give you the biggest boost, but it will maintain a friendship and not let it go into disrepair. Yes. Um, when you're actually uh, talking to Sims, like it's worth talking about uh, kind of your options there. Yeah. Um, you have different kind of approaches that are broken down by categories. Um, so it would be like humorous, romantic, um, you know, nice, mean, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, these can be these are determined by your traits. Yep. So most traits will give you a special one of these. Like if you're an animal lover, you can talk about animals, you can yep. talk about your pets, yep. things like that. Um, depending on that Sims traits, they'll respond to these in different ways and kind of adjust your meter Yes. Uh, through through that. And it is not just a uh, a meter that just goes, you know, from zero to ten. There are different kind of paths on this as well. Like specifically, they're like romance and then kind of platonic yep. uh, one. So if you're not doing romantic-y things, um, you can just become friends with, with people. Yeah. Uh, you know, no problem. Yeah. And there's also like, you know, if the person is attracted to you, like it will throw up that flag and you know, yes. immediately start like a different kind of, you know, different kind of thing. Um, <laughs> also a big part of the social game is learning another Sims traits. You know, you can yes. have, you can have a trait that makes you perceptive, um, you know, and more sociable Sims are going to be quicker at figuring out like what this other person is about. Right. Yes. Uh, for me, it was almost always by running afoul of them. Well, <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, yeah, just like, yeah. you know, just making making a conversational biff that says like, oh, this person doesn't like art. Okay, well. Exactly. That's data. You know, like, yep, that, that, is, uh, that means I'm not going to make this person my, my wife. Mm-hmm. The um and and the uh and that's what you're trying to avoid because when you get rejected for a topic, it feels bad. Yes. It sets back your relationship level. It can affect your mood. Uh, things like that. I want to just real quickly say how this visually represents, which is one of the things I've always loved about the Sims. So good is a little word. You know, you're speaking Sibblish. You have a little word bubble that just have have pictographs mm-hmm. on them. This happens when you're just kind of walking around. Yeah. Uh, and when your Sims dream as well. <laughs> and uh, one, when you have a pet, they think about you all the time, which is extremely sweet. Yeah. Uh, they dream about you and stuff. But two, the way this works as a conversation, if you have, uh, if you agree with each other, mm-hmm. it kind of follows. When you disagree, it's very funny though, because <laughs> it looks like you're just like airplane, and they're like, no airplanes, train. Yeah, train. And you're like, no trains. You know, it's, it's just like doing the X through the things that you don't like. It's very, very funny to me. Like grilled cheese sandwich. No, no. Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. No way. Tragedy comedy mask. Okay. Tragedy comedy mask. Like, okay, it, we, can, we can agree on tragedy comedy mask. Like it, it's like two spies, like exchanging code words. It feels like it's, it's very funny to me. Uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. And this is sold by animation as well. It's sold by animation and voice acting. Your Sims are always very expressive and it's easy to tell even before those uh, little bubbles pop up how things are going to go, you know, based mm-hmm. on based on their posture even. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is very fun to watch these small dramas play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so socializing can turn into romance if you decide to push in that direction. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they find you attractive. I think attraction is something that was added in late night. Um, that isn't necessarily built into the, into the main game itself explicitly. Um, but yeah, you could, you know, if you decide to do that and they will, uh, they'll make their decision based on your existing relationship, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. And it's worth, um, you know, and this can lead to, uh, all kinds of things. You're being romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make a point of just, you know, uh, existing on the internet with internet men has made me very sensitive to being called out as a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, this is filling up meters for romance in the same way I think sucks in dragon age, Yep. you know, or, or bioware games. Like, absolutely. You know, this is, this is you 
you know, I know this person likes this gift. I'm going to give them that gift and fill up this meter until mm-hmm. it becomes a relationship. Yeah. Um, that grosses me out way less in The Sims because The Sims doesn't have this sense of like self-seriousness. Mm-hmm. And I am just making the story myself. Yeah. It's not, you know, what does uh, the, the warden do or what mm-hmm. does Shepard do with these characters that already exist? It's what does this little sim version of Gary do? Like, yeah, it feels more, you know, there is an element of romance that isn't filling up meters, you know, but it is like, oh, like, I like this person. We I found out we have these things in common. Um, They like it when I tell jokes. I'm going to tell jokes more and that's going to fill up this meter. Yeah. You know, it's, it's less gross to me than when it is appended on to another system. Yeah, it is the story as opposed to being bolted on to another yes. story. Yeah. You know, it, it does not feel cheap to me mm-hmm. in the way Bioware RPGs feel cheap yeah. in terms of romance. Yeah. So um, it is it is doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's worth saying. Uh, you know, we, we even made like a similar remark about Harvest Moon, right, where it was a little bit. Yes. Like the, the, that felt strange because it was it felt so tertiary to the actual you know, thrust of the game that we want to apply. Right. Whereas this is just a life simulator. Like it would be silly. Everything in the game is done through meters too, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Is the other reason why this, this makes a lot of sense to me. Like this is how you do, how you advance in your job as well. Mm -hmm. The meters are invisible and that's a little bit less gross because it's not involving sex and romance, but like, you know, it, this works uh, for me. This can eventually lead to uh, moving in uh, marriage, starting a family, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Um, and a big part of that is sex. Yep. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm sorry. I do not understand that word. I think you mean woohoo. It is called woohoo. <laughs> it has been for the entire series. It is very cute. Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea what is going on when they are doing that. Um, it's a little bit like the when penis I... goes in the vagina. Cold. <laughs> 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 like... I didn't mod my Sims to have penis and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like... Sliders. Um, (laughs) No, but the animations for this are very funny because it's a little bit like an Andy Cap uh, and his wife fighting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just under the covers or befouling a hot tub. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I love that, like, each individual expansion adds a different place that you can fuck. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because this is is obviously a really fun thing for, like, fans. Like, fans love this shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know, just kind of uh, trying to get this. And this can be a goal mm-hmm. for your character. Like you can try to be a Lothario uh, here. You get great moodlets, you know, <laughs> from it. Obviously, like, you know, your guy guy likes it, but you it's not necessary either. Right. You know, you don't have to have this. And I think you can just be romantic without – I think there are like asexual – I don't think it's ever called that. It's not a codified system in this. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing – you know, if that is your orientation, there's nothing to stop you from just like getting married and having a, a romantic life that is not sexual. Yes. You know. Uh, in this yeah um yeah yeah if you do decide to though you can um try for a baby trying for a baby is distinct from woohoo um Mm -hmm. and that will help you build your family you know leading to this family game where you have first an infant then it grows up through toddler then child to teen and then young adult Mm -hmm. and and becomes like a sim you know becomes a sim you can control yes uh once you know once they're once they're a toddler um you know babies like pregnancy in the, mm. the Sims is very uh, abbreviated, like you're pregnant for three days. <laughs> three days, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And in the first Sim, you just – you got pregnant. You had babies through kissing. Uh-huh. And you just kissed and then like spun around in a shower of sparks and had a baby. <laughs> so it's come a long way as far as a uh, kind of simulation. Yep. And <laughs> uh, goes – I like that they, they codify that it is uh, – you know, as much as it's kind of fun, the idea of having like accidental babies. Uh-huh. You know, little Garys as we call them. Like it is uh, – I like that they made that not happen. 
yeah. <laughs> in this because then you have to decide like, well, shit, you know, that's me. It gets a little too real. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of like unique interactions uh, with being pregnant that are interesting too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have cravings. to like, you'll get cravings, you'll get morning sickness. If you have a baby um, and you don't take care of it, uh, child services, uh-huh. can come and take away your baby, which uh, that's a powerful negative moodlet. Yeah. If you, you know, stupid babies need the most attention. Well, fuck, I guess I'll kill myself now. Feel like paper hung in an awkward, overhanded fashion. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, that is a whole system that I've only da- like dabbled with. Honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't, uh, I haven't really done an awful lot of like generations type stuff. Right. It's fun. Like I, I haven't done, you know, multiple generations, but I've done like little newlyweds that have a kid mm-hmm. and I uh, had that kid grow up to be a sullen moody shithead teenager. <laughs> um, the way this work is interesting too, cause they inherit traits. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite, uh, kind of secrets, this game is full of secrets and we we're only going to be able to hit on a few of them in the scope of this episode, but, um, is that there are traits that you cannot choose that you can only get through this. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say, uh, if you get robbed, um, which you know, there's not really a good place to talk about that, but you can get robbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this game that sim exists on your lot you can talk to them yep you can hit it off with them the cop doesn't like it the cop that shows up doesn't <laughs> like that you make friends with the, the the robber but if you make friends with the robber uh you can uh seduce them form a relationship them with them and if you have a kid with the criminal they will have a hidden uh trait where sometimes when they walk somewhere they sneak <laughs> and it's not like it's not anywhere you can't choose this uh-huh you know um if you have sex with the firefighter uh your kid is more likely to become a pyromaniac which is not something you can choose, but they'll right. start setting fire to things. They'll have this set fire uh, <laughs> option for most objects, which is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you if you have an affair, if you have sex with your maid, uh, you, they will sometimes have the, the clean trait hmm. uh, where they will clean things uh, automatically, which is, is a trait you can choose. But it's just kind of an interesting thing. Like if you have sex with the, the maid, uh, <laughs> they, they will they will inherit that. Yeah, it's a little bit like Lamarckian. If you get knocked up while you're holding a feather duster, they come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come out ready to sweep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it, it's interesting. Also like as a, as a, uh, you know, a teen grows up, they inherit traits, but if they have a good childhood, then uh, yes. you're given the ability when they, when they graduate, when they have their birthday uh, to choose their trait, as opposed to having a random one, usually negative chosen for them. Yes. Um, and if you have a happy pregnancy, you're yes. more likely to have a happy like baby. Like you can have an evil baby if you have a bad pregnancy. <laughs> uh, Cortisol is a hell of a drug, man. You, you can also choose the uh, the gender of your baby by eating apples to make boys or watermelons to make make a make a girl. I had no idea, really. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Um, just kind of a weird little secret. Yeah. You know, there's, there, again, there's tons of like weird little Easter eggs in yeah. this game, but so, that is one of the things you can do. Systems on systems. Absolutely, very complicated game. Yeah. Um, let's talk about skills, and uh, yeah, this lead, this dovetails into careers eventually, but skills are worth talking about on their own. Yes. Uh, so this is a big part of the Sims as RPG uh, kind of element. You know, Sims are, you know, skill, you know, or Sims can work on their skills uh, in their free time and improving these abilities so that they can, you know, either have a new activity to do, you know, in front of people to impress them uh, so they can do better at work. Uh, most mm-hmm. uh, all careers have a, you know, one or two skills that are tied to success. Um, and also like some skills let you make money in your own right. Like ambitions, ambitions is such a, like, if I, if I were to say like, which expansion is necessary to play this game, ambitions would be the one I think, because it lets you turn skills into, you know, direct careers. Right. It, for me, it is ambitions or seasons. Yeah. Like seasons is aesthetically so important Yeah. to me, like having, you know, to that kind of 
feeling of, of mood of mm-hmm. a little life. Like it's winter. I'm going to stay inside and like look out the window. Like that's very nice. That That is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the top three for is easily ambition seasons and pets for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, in a walk, not that the other ones like nightlife is actually extremely good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a different mode of play, which yeah. we'll talk about. Um, you know, so the, these, uh, these skills can do it. They're also kind of like quirks. Yeah. That you can get as well, um, for these, depending on what they are. And, um, you know, you, you, you can improve these a lot of different ways. You're going to want to be intentional mm-hmm. about it because just kind of naturally going about your, your business, you will get some, like, I have never had a sim that didn't get like kind of good at cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you just, you just kind of have to, but, um, choosing these as something you want is kind of your build when you initially start. Yeah. You know, it's going to tie into how you're going to ultimately make your money and everything. Yeah. Different traits also lend themselves to faster progression in some of these. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yep. Um, so let's, uh, so just kind of going through them, uh, kind of quickly, um, you know, it, uh, logic, uh, <laughs> is one that's available for, you know, necessary for some careers. Um, you can train this, uh, at a chessboard, um, or using a telescope, mm-hmm. uh, for that. And this, uh, eventually once you get good enough at logic, you can start looking for, um, unnamed celestial bodies Yep. and making money that way. Um, one of the coolest little Easter eggs in this is if you name one of the celestial bodies after a person mm-hmm. and then brag about it to that person, you get this huge boost. <laughs> uh, like that is a, like a, and it, what a deeply romantic thing you can do. Yeah, I, I like, painted your name across the stars. Absolutely. You know, it, it's very like, uh, you know, cause you can, you can just, you have an interaction with that is just brag about mm-hmm. constellation. Yeah. You know, this, this is Bart's comet, yeah. but you can also be like, say that to, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is the constellation of, of Jacqueline. Yeah. You know, and that that's pretty awesome mm-hmm. as a cool hidden thing to do. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, but otherwise, like logic doesn't it's mostly like a career, a career where mm-hmm. it doesn't inform an awful lot else besides what you just described. Cooking yeah. is really important. Like you said, you're going to level this up kind of naturally because you need, you need to feed yourself. And if you're bad at cooking, uh, it means you make worse, less satisfying food. I love the way a sim reacts to just even burnt food. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. You know. it's just not uh, not very good. You're also more likely to burn your house down. Yeah. Like you start off as a complete absolute idiot as far <laughs> as eating. And one of the things I think Sims 3 adds, I don't think it's in 2, are quick meals. Uh-huh. Um, I love quick meals because like one, you know, it takes a long time to make proper food. Mm-hmm. But two, like sometimes it's like I, I can't risk burning down my house right now to make no. waffles. Like I will have cereal because <laughs> yeah. that's the level I'm at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll work I will, my way up to making autumn salads. Yeah, I will. I will uh, make some juice instead. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just uh, just just have some juice like a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cereal, ice cream, juice, like yeah. toast, like the the kid that it's very like similar to how I eat about a third of my meal <laughs> or something like super quick and and, and dirty yeah. like that. Uh, you you might be able to answer this. I've never been able to figure out. So quick meals do they make you gain weight faster? I, that I don't know. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, uh, quite a bit actually. Um, I've never um had a sim appreciably gain or lose weight same because uh, i never really considered it but i know that can happen yeah um so that, may, that actually makes a lot of sense yeah yeah um, like you can you can order food out too like if you decide but that is very pizza. expensive yeah yeah and you can have leftovers that's a new thing for mm-hmm. for sims uh, three and serve them over the course of several days yeah uh, the quality of your fridge will determine how long leftovers stay good mm-hmm. um which is which is very useful yeah. um this is something this ends up being one of the most expensive skills to kind of catch them all with yeah. because uh, a lot of times new recipes are done through books mm-hmm. and the books in this game are very expensive. Yes. It's like the Witcher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Witcher one. Yeah. yeah. Um, painting uh, is a fun skill. Like it's super neat. Like you eventually become able, you're, you're able to select what you paint. 
mm-hmm. uh, as you go for, as you go, and you like you're making decorations for your house, and the better yep. your the better your skill is, the more it affects your mood, right? Yep. And you can also eventually, when you say we can, you can choose the topics. Um, there is an in-game camera mm-hmm. that you can use, and eventually an in-game video camera that mm-hmm. you can use. But you can take still shots and then make still lifes. Yeah. So if you give yourself like a very funny tableau, <laughs> uh, right. you know, you can make give, make that wall art yeah. in game, like not without you know without cheating or anything, which is super cool. Yeah. Uh, but this is one of the self-employment skills. Yeah. It's fun, time-consuming, but like it's always good. Like I, I always enjoy doing this as like a supplement to another mm-hmm. to another handful of skills that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, gardening is a really robust system that I just generally don't engage with, but I know that it is a way to break the game. Yeah, it, it is a big, um, it is a self-employment skill mm-hmm. even before it breaks the game. Yeah. You know, it is just a, a way to make money. Yeah. Like you, you can get vegetables, you can kind of play Harvest Moon mm-hmm. essentially. Like you garden, you get vegetables, you sell them. Yeah. Um, that is a, a self-employment way you can do this. It's also ties into one of the collection methods, mm-hmm. you know, modes I mentioned, like wanting to get all the different plants uh is a is a way of is a goal yeah. you can give yourself like, um i don't think this is used in any actual careers um, um i think it's just for you gardening is pinned to the science career okay gotcha gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. it's not the it's not the main so so is logic though i think yeah, gardening is yeah. just one of the i think it's the, like the my secondary one because some of the careers have secondary mm-hmm. skills that, or most of them do yeah um yeah i don't think i don't think this is the primary one mm-hmm. of any career yeah both gardening and fishing are necessary to make like the best food in the game the ambrosia mm-hmm. you have to grow a life life fruit and catch a death fish and mix them together and basically mm-hmm. it, like it slows down your aging and gives you a, a huge moodlet yeah. Well, ambrosia will bring things back to life. Yeah. Uh, life fruit. Uh, life fruit will slow down aging on its okay. own. All right. I think uh, a life fruit gives you two days hmm. extra of life. Nice. So if you can if you can plant those, like you can really slow down and or live <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, guitar is your kind of base instrument skill. Um, later expansions add drums and keyboard and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, um, this is tied into obviously the music uh, career. Um, you can use this to make money on your own. Uh-huh. Uh, you can kind of busk. <laughs> uh, which is not uh, that big of a moneymaker, but is cool to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as the skill goes up, you learn more songs that you can play. Yeah. And eventually this opens up romance options where you can serenade uh, people, which is yeah. a powerful romance. You, like, you can be that jerk at a party. It's like a really good way to make friends, actually, mm-hmm. is to go, you know, like when you're at a party, you know, whip out the uh, the guitar from your personal inventory and play that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, get people to watch and clap along. Um, something that I love about this for all the instruments, actually, you know, you start out very clumsily playing the song. Um, mm-hmm. you can hear them go tonk, tonk, tonk. And then it go like on guitar, it'll go up to like doing it campfire style, just doing whole co- chords or whatever. And eventually you get into, you know, really technical pieces. Classical gas. <laughs> now play classical gas. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really neat. And mm-hmm. late night specifically is, is awesome because it does add, um, you know, piano and bass and drums mm-hmm. and stuff yeah um a really good it's fun to do mm-hmm. to do this um i love pets too like this is a good way to socialize and have fun with your pets because they can yowl along <laughs> uh, which is one of my favorite interactions <laughs> that's great this. you can become a dodo video uh, <laughs> yeah. um, um writing yeah. is is a really big one um mm-hmm. this is a whole profession pretty much anytime i make sim cole he is a work from home writer mm-hmm Yep, yep, yep. Um, this is you, you, you write books. Uh, you can, the, your skill determines which genres. Um, also the books you've written al- already. So you mm-hmm. have to write like three biographies before you can do an autobiography. Yes. Um, and these determine royalties, um, which is an interesting way to, uh, to do money in this game because they, a book will not 
be permanent. Like royalties don't last forever. Right. Uh, you get five weeks, I think. Yeah. Of royalty payments. So the better the book is, the better that payment is. It happens for five weeks in a row. Um, you can get advance money on chapters, but that's pit like a pittance. Right. You know, especially starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you just get better at this as you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can read books to get better at it, but mostly you're just going to practice writing. Yeah. Um, this you get to name them. The the names that the game suggests are usually pretty funny. Uh-huh. But you can also change them to whatever whatever you want. Yes, which of course you're going to do. It's like making a game in uh oh gosh, what is the uh, that iOS game, the Kairosoft one? Game Dev Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have made a lot of stay at home writers as yeah. well. Yeah, I've uh, done this game. Um, athletic uh, skill. This is this boosts overall health. Uh, makes your sim live longer. Stops them from gaining weight. Uh, important to all of the uh, kind of athletic-y careers. Yeah. You know, so firefighter, uh, cop, mm-hmm. military, yeah. things like that. Um, this is one where you can spend a lot of money doing it. Like you can, yes. you know, either go take classes. Like all of these you can go take classes uh, for them. But like athletic, you buy gear. Like you buy a treadmill or you buy a, you know, you buy, you, you buy a hunk of matic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it also uh, – this is interesting too because this allows you to um, – we're talking about careers next. There's a thing called tones mm-hmm. uh, is the, the guide I read, which is different different tax for uh, what you're doing at work that day. Mm-hmm. Um, this skill includes that. So you actually change your workout depending on that. So you can do you know a low-impact workout that will drain less energy mm-hmm. and make you uh, sweat less. So it makes you – you know uh, your cleanliness go down slower but um, doesn't – you know, loses as much weight, does not improve the skill quite as fast. Or you can do like a high intensity workout yeah, and just make yourself absolutely filthy and tired, but <laughs> improve the skill faster. Right. Things like that. Yep. Um, handiness is very important as well. Uh, it reduces the likelihood that you're going to electrocute yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're trying to fix stuff. Anybody can fix things, but uh, they're going to be slow if they don't have any handiness skill and they will uh, either harden themselves or if they're working on plumbing, make a horrible mess while they're doing it. And this, yeah, everyone kind of gets, you know, tends to get a little bit of handiness because you're going to break your toilet like very quickly. Like the the (laughs) toilet you can afford on the base budget is not good. Right. And breaks very easily. It cannot handle solids. <laughs> um, it's not that kind of it's not that kind of toilet. Right. Um, the uh, so this is this is really cool. I didn't know about this until I was doing research actually. But you get this high enough, you can start improving your appliances. It's great. That's a really neat idea. Like it's tinker is mm-hmm. the option. It's like, what if I want to wire my entire house to have a stereo you know, sound? Mm-hmm. What if I want to make uh, this toilet never break again? Yeah. Yeah, things like um, that. There, there are specific large appliances that make a lot of noise. Uh, something <laughs> that is uh, re- really useful. You know, uh, just get rid of that negative mood by making it run silently by using your mm-hmm. handiness skill. Very cool. Yeah. Like I love, I love that that, that little quirk. Yeah. After that, um, charisma uh, is a useful skill for kind of like winning people over, socializing in general, and giving you more interaction options. Um, mostly, though, this is a career based one like everyone can be kind of charismatic mm-hmm. you're like you if you don't have anything in charisma you can still participate in all the social aspects of the game really right, right. um this is mostly used for a couple of different careers and since this did make a big change from sims 2 making friends is not you know that not being the the operative word like this is mostly used for the political career and also uh news newsmen but yeah. journalists but political career this is the primary thing you want yes yeah no. Uh, and then finally, fishing, which we said is similar to gardening. This is one for if you're gonna if you're gonna go out into the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And is so weirdly specific. <laughs> like, uh, like I, I, I don't hate fishing or anything, but the idea that that needs to be here up with like painting is weird to me. Uh huh. You know. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe, okay. Maybe maybe I'll make a fisher. 
I don't know. I, I, I've already decided I'm going to keep playing this game. So it's cool. Like the coolest thing about um, fishing is the uh, uh, being able to set up your aquarium with your collection. Mm-hmm. Like having a, an aquarium is uh, is very fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Let's talk about careers. Yeah. Uh, so this this is um, just before we even get into it. You know, we mentioned in the skill section that you can be self employed. You just need to make money. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's up to you how you do it. Um, and one of the things I love about this, uh, from, from Sims too, is much easier to get, you know, as far as getting a career goes, um, is you're much more likely to have a computer Mm -hmm. and you have the neighborhood lots. You can actually go to the building in the Sims too. You would get a newspaper that would offer you three jobs. (laughs) Yep. And if it wasn't, if it wasn't one you wanted to do, well, fuck you then. Yep. You wait a day and every three days bills come Mm -hmm. in the Sims. Uh, that's based on, I mean, there's no other real place to talk about this. So it's, yeah. it's worth talking about here. Um, that's based on, um, your total lot value. Right. And, uh, if you don't have enough to pay that, a repo man comes with a gun <laughs> and shoots your items to pay off your bills. He sucks it up into his proton pack. <laughs> yep. He has a proton pack. You can talk with him, but he doesn't like you. Like you uh-huh. have a negative reaction because he doesn't like people who don't pay their bills. <laughs> right. Um, it's kind of a single issue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you want it, you need to be able to make money. Yes. Is, is the point. Like you can start, usually when I'm playing this in, in, I don't want to cheat mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I may give myself an exceedingly simple apartment at first mm-hmm. so I can, you know, get a, get some books out Yeah, yeah. To, to make some money and not have a lot of bills. Like, Oh, I've got, five thousand dollars saved up just to eat and pay bills for a while yeah yeah because i live in a tiny shack give yourself eventually yeah give yourself a buffer and watch as you buy new things how your how your weekly expenses change yep yeah yep yeah all the fun of budgeting yep uh (laughs) yeah it's like whenever on steam whenever my friends are playing you need to budget (laughs) (laughs) oh cool (laughs) that is a very good and useful program that i use every day i could not imagine signaling to other people when i'm doing my budgeting it just, I just, it's so weird that it showed up on Steam. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, it, it is a, it's, yeah. Well, it's great because it goes on sale. Like, that's how a lot of people get it. Like, it pops up in bundles and stuff. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it is such a mismatch. Um, yeah. um, but traditional jobs, uh, kind of work in these, these different ways here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you get the job, like we said, by checking the paper, you know, you go to the computer, go to the building where that, where it takes place. And in the base game before ambitions, um, normal jobs, um, uh, you, you know, a carpool arrives and you go to the rabbit hole, right? And, you know, they go away mm-hmm. for their shift, you know, leaving the house empty. You can like go, go there and look at the outside of the building, but me. Yep. And time moves at its fastest, which is still not that fast. Right. Right. So th- this is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is some, some real downtime. Yeah. Uh, that you just kind of have in your, in your game. Yeah. Um, you eventually, you can choose, uh, the, you can choose those tones, which I mentioned, just kind of different ways that you act when you work. Yeah. So you can uh, work really hard. That's going to make your other meters go down more, um, increase your performance, though. You can suck up to the boss. You can hang out with your friends. You can socialize. You can practice your craft. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all different depending on your career, um, but they they tend to be pretty similar. I mean, they're yeah. not all different. Most careers share about four of them. Yeah. And then uh, different careers have kind of different bespoke ones, and these can change as you advance in the career. Mm-hmm. So uh, the highest medical profession one, you eventually get an option to go golfing. Yeah. You know, because haha, um, that's doctors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's world-renowned surgeons. Yeah. For you. Um, and they just have kind of different effects. So you can just kind of do slow and steady and be fine. But if yeah. you want to shore something up, yeah, you can. Uh, something else. Something else that's almost you know universally true about this is that as you rise ranks, you know, rise to the ranks, um, your shifts get fewer and also shorter. 
and you yeah. end up making more money per hour. So you are, you know, you are technically making more money, but the, you know, the upside is you have more free time to fulfill other needs. Well, and this is also one of the big balancing factors between careers. Yeah. So there are different careers, like the careers that um, have really good paydays at low levels. Mm-hmm. You know, in this game, this is a huge range. Yeah. This is like $700 to like $1,200 yeah. uh, per week um, tend to just be more demanding. Yeah. You know, and uh, with the, the highest paying job in, in the game is the business career. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't give you that much per week, but you only work nine hours a week and you can call meetings whenever you want mm-hmm. and get $750 and you don't have to be at the meeting. Right. <laughs> so you can, which is pretty ridiculous. Like, yeah. um, you know, so I think the base pay is like 4,000 per month versus 7,000, which you can get for some of them, but you can just mm-hmm. shore that up really easily. Yeah. Um, those trade-offs, like everything ends up being kind of balanced. Like you, you still want to choose for flavor, right? Like yeah, yeah. if you don't feel like being a cook, don't be a cook. Yeah. Um, but they are balanced for min-maxing if you are playing Sims 3, the RPG. Yes. If you want a lot of free time, choose military, right? You're going to be waking up early in the morning, but you know, yeah. you have shorter shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, these also have a lot of li- weird little quirks and perks to them. Um, we're not going to go into all of them, but, uh, cause I didn't know all of them. I've only right. done a couple like bespoke jobs Yeah. in this. Um, I think I've gotten to the highest level of the musician mm-hmm. track of this and I've gotten pretty far up in the, uh, the law enforcement one in Sims two when you, the end state is a superhero. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was pretty in those, those two things appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I haven't done very much of these, but I read a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Um, for this episode and it's interesting like if you are a chef um, like one of the things you get at the highest level is a, a unique fridge like you cannot get otherwise that food will never go bad in oh nice you know you can just kind of get and if you uh, do the military thing you become a, the fighter pilot because it's the air force specifically it's not just a general military skill mm-hmm. um, eventually uh, you become an astronaut rather you get a, an incredibly like powerful social interaction which is show somebody's secret rocket spaceship, <laughs> which makes them love you but if you get caught you get you lose per performance at work yeah yeah you, you, you get know? charged with the treason yeah, yeah it's pretty much yeah. um you know you can do things like um if you are doing a law enforcement path um you can work on your own case mm-hmm. uh, on your own time which you can get fired if you get caught again you're not supposed to do that but you make some money yeah if you do it um you know skim off the top there are things you like different options you get yeah at different levels that are like kind of big mm-hmm you know, and they, they range from just like free tickets to the theater to things that are like really huge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. You also have a lot of control over this. Like as you're promoted, you can branch out and choose a specialization, which I imagine affects that too. Yeah. 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 Um, so pretty neat. Like they don't they don't always have specializations. Mm-hmm. Some of them have uh, branches uh, there, but they don't always have branches. Yeah. Um, but when they do, they, they do tend to have different perks. Yeah. Depending on the other uh, branch. Yeah. Uh, like for an example of specialization, if you're in music, uh, you can choose to either go down the rock path or down like symphonic path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, symphonic path is a meaningful choice because the symphonic path maintains being just a regular job with hours. Mm-hmm. The rock path, when you get up to the highest level, um, you choose when to play concerts. Yeah. Because you're a rock star. Um, and, uh, you'll just be rolling in the money. Like there mm-hmm. are two places to do concerts. It's either a short concert for a lot of money or a stadium concert for a whole lot of money. That's like <laughs> a and that's pretty much what you do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, getting to the top of any of these will, will kind of pretty much set you, Yeah. you know, and, and that is a, a fine and fun goal. Um, there are also jobs that have a lot more to them. We'll talk about that when we get to ambitions. Yes. Um, yeah. and those are really neat. Like they tend to be more gamey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we can talk about self-employment down there. And we've also alluded to that. Um, mm-hmm. 
with this other stuff. Uh, one big thing about, uh, about Sims 3, uh, is that they add something called opportunities, which is almost like miniature quests that you can mm-hmm. do, uh, that are related to your, you know, career, your school, your skills, your schoolwork. Like if you're really good at being handy, like somebody will drop off their television and say like, Hey, can you, uh, can you fix this for me? Mm-hmm. And you, then you fix it and then, you know, deliver it back to them, uh, by a certain time. Yep. And, and these tend to, uh, just influence the, inv- you either get money or influence the invisible meters that, uh, focus on progression. Mm-hmm. Um, this stuff has all been codified. You can look this up, up online, but like to get to say like level two to level three, you need to have like your boss needs to like you a certain amount. You have to have like three in, you know, logic skill, a two in the, uh, athletic skill, uh, and then also uh, have a certain amount of performance. Mm-hmm. Which is another like kind of invisible stat that isn't shown anywhere, right? Which just kind of fills as you do your job. Um, and doing these opportunities might be, it might say like, "Hey, if you go play music at the orphanage, um, this will give you uh, like a pittance in money, but a huge boost in performance, right? And also make the people at work like you more." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So uh, pretty neat. Um, it's all out there if you want it. Um, otherwise, it's fairly intuitive. Yeah, you can, um, you I can definitely turn them remember. Off too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, well, I, mean, I meant the uh, the advancement, oh, like, right. not necessarily the opportunity. Like the opportunities, I I think those are fun. I don't know why you would, you know, turn them down mm-hmm. um, as a thing, but you can if you want. The advancement, one of the things that happens uh, at least happen more in Sims Two than Sims Three mm-hmm. is you'll get stalled out and not know what you need. Yeah, yeah. To uh, to increase your career. So, yeah. but yeah, um, and there are opportunities that are not uh, based on work as well. Yes. Uh, that can just kind of happen based on your skills and things you're doing, you know, in the world. Yeah. Skills, relationships, favors, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, about what we got for the base game mm-hmm. of this. Um, the expansions are a big part of this, so we, so we weren't going to talk about The Sims 3 without talking about expansions at all. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so what we did was we picked a handful of expansions each, <laughs> like mm-hmm. on a recent Steam sale when it wouldn't break the bank. Um, and we said like, Hey, let's, you know, grab these and then talk about them. Uh, you know, as we, as we have played them, share our experience with some of the uh, particular details. I cannot remember what you got. I I know what I got, but you know, I just wrote them all down here. Yeah, I, I have, um, I think I have, I think I got late night ambitions, generations, seasons, pets, and maybe supernatural. (laughs) <laughs> you just you just uh, uh read out the ones that i got as well yeah i got late night season supernatural ambitions generations and pets yeah i mean i, th- I think that we did probably have the the same ones then because yeah. i definitely didn't do into the future university life I, or island paradise yeah i don't think yeah. i had world adventures either no uh, no yeah well world so. adventures was a little bit disappointing when it came out because it looked uh like not the way i wanted wanted to engage with the sims that's a lot what sims medieval is like yeah is like world adventures, except for in medieval times. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's kind of go through these and say what they add, because they're, again, they're very significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they append onto the base game. You don't just have to play this way. Yeah. Uh, um, and they're, and know, they're world adventures. They're, they're not accumulative either. Like, you don't have oh, yeah. to have world adventures to get ambitions. Yes. And as I mentioned way back, you know, a million years ago when we started the podcast, each of these also came out with a patch. So usually a couple of features of these are added just to the base game. Yeah, yeah. As well. Yeah. So, World Adventures is all about world travel. 
Um, mm -hmm. and weirdly enough, you know, it does add these different neighborhoods that you can go to, you know, gigantic, like, oh, here's, here's France, basically. Yeah, there's, there, there's three of them. There are three yeah. vacation spots. It's, uh, Egypt, China, and France. Yeah. Uh, but they had dungeons that you can go into, like dungeons where you go in to find relics and they're like laced with traps. Yes. You go through and you kind of do a little quest and kind of solve puzzles. Like if you, if you ever wanted your sim to push and pull blocks, uh, and put them on pressure plates. <laughs> Sim here Reaver. You, here you go. Yeah, Sim Reaver. Sim Reaver too. Uh, <laughs> you know, legacy of Dabu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th th that is not interesting to me. The mm -hmm. idea of going on vacations is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, but they, they, I think this is too restrictive. Yeah. Is one of the issues uh, with it when I've read about it. Like you start off with like a three day vacation visa uh -huh. and you have to, you eventually can buy like property in these places and, and, and build a little home there, but you have to kind of really work up to it by doing these little quests. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't think is that fun. This can be very lucrative, but it's also very expensive to do. So it costs a lot of money to go on a vacation. You can, you know, tomb raid, you can, you can do colonialist, non colonialist nonsense and steal these ancient treasures to sell, yep. um, to museums, but also, uh, you know, you, there's no guarantee you're going to get your money back. Right. Yeah, this adds mummies, which I would have liked to have seen. You can also die by a mummy's curse. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. Like, pretty cute. Yeah. Um, you also, this also adds some skills uh, to it. So this is the one that adds photography, which is in the base game, I believe. Uh, that was one of, like, you can get a camera. Is it really? I, I think so. No, I couldn't. I, might... I, 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 so, it, spoiler for later, I made the Maniac Mansion uh, cast. I wanted mm -hmm. to make Michael a photographer, but uh, that, that wasn't an option available to me. Maybe, maybe I do have this then. Yeah. And I've just never gone on vacation. That's possible. Yeah. Actually, because I've, I've just read about this. But anyway, so this is the one that adds a, a camera. Mm -hmm. uh, it was useful, and it's cool that plays into that painting for, you know, still life. Yeah. Well, um, martial arts, uh, which is, is kind of neat. If you get good at that um, and a mummy tries to curse you, you can – Ninja kick the mummy, <laughs> and it can't curse you. Video games. <laughs> Video games. Uh, there's also a lot – like when we talked about getting robbed earlier, um, if you don't call the police and you're, you're not a cowardly sim, you can get into a fight with the robber, and this will make you win that. Oh, nice. Uh, that fight and get your stuff back. And you get a really <laughs> powerful moodlet hmm. uh, afterwards because you uh, you defended your home. You get the Castle Doctrine moodlet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, that got dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that's world adventures. I don't care to bring Sims to dungeons. No, no. Uh, it was it was a very strange one for them to do, to do first, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Maybe that was because they were working on ambitions, which is a very very consequential expansion. Yeah, uh, like this is all about new ways to make money as a sim. Mm -hmm. uh, so new new careers, new skills, and uh, kind of twist on the existing ones. Yeah. Uh, most of these, when we talk about a new life state. Mm -hmm. Most of these add a new type of creature. Um, this one introduces Simbots. Uh, if you are an inventor, which is a new career that's added, you can build these things, and they're modular, mm -hmm. um, you know, so that they will have different kinds of skills. Uh, but they are just, you know, they can just be Sims yeah. and walk around. Like, the world of the Sims, once you have all these expansions installed, <laughs> is extremely strange. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a little bit off, uh, yeah, a little bit off kilter, um, yeah. especially when you have, like, vampires and fairies and stuff running around. Like, Supernatural yeah, just blows the doors off of that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you don't have to always, you don't always, always have to build your Simbot. Like one of the lifetime rewards you can get is just my best friend, which mm -hmm. is you just buy yourself a robot buddy to live in your house. Mm -hmm. Become human. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so this introduces some new skills, uh, sculpting, which is another art skill. Mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, inventing, which is kind of huge. Yes. You know, again, like the ultimate thing is getting that robot, but there are other things you can invent. Uh, and then tattooing, uh, which is kind of cool. Like you can start a tattoo studio mm-hmm. and tattoo Sims. Yeah. Uh, that added to the base game, I think, the ability to put uh, tattoos on your Sims mm-hmm. um, when you were making them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, inventing, like we said, is the big one. Like I always love doing this, even just as a dabbler. Like the table that you uh, that you get to do this is really expensive, but like it, you can you can make cool stuff. Either little gadgets, or when you work up, like you you know make something that'll keep your floors clean. You know, you mm-hmm. can build yourself basically a, a Roomba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there is a new career track that works like the old ones, mm-hmm. uh, which is education, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, you can declare yourself as self-employed, which we mentioned last time. Uh, which kind of you know it's the same thing you're doing before, but it adds kind of a structure to those self-employment things. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing here is it adds professions. Yeah. Um, did you mess around with these at all? Yes, I did. These are very fun. It's cool. Like th- this is super cool. So as opposed to just your guy going to a building and having like a little tact, like you actually have to play a game mm-hmm. uh, for these. Yeah. Um, the so the the private eye is very good uh, because that is uh, like mostly self self directed. You take on mm-hmm. cases and you call around. And it gives you a little quest to do, like go talk to this person, go rummage in this trash. You know, you can do stakeouts when there are no cases, mm-hmm. which involve you holding up pieces of a bush and pretending to be a bush while you're very snooping. Cute. And and they can be, you know, there's a wider variety in these things than I thought there'd be. Like yeah. when I was, um, this was during my gimmick playthrough and one of my characters uh, became an investigator mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, go interview this person. They made a claim about like sleepwalking uh-huh. and then it was like, go to the library and research sleepwalking, mm-hmm. you know, to see if they're telling the truth, you know, and th- that was like really neat. Like it was cool, you know, fit a context around, give an excuse to go do things. Yeah. I guess. Um, Firefighter's really cool too. I like this uh, a lot because it's, it's not yeah. just self-directed. You have a shift, but you go exist at the firehouse and like work on your skills and talk with the people there waiting for a call. Mm-hmm. And then you do kind of a mini game. You go to a house that is on fire and put out the fire mm-hmm. uh, there, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, architectural designer is cool too. Yeah. You know, somebody will come in and like say like, I want this kind of house. Mm-hmm. You know, I want the, you know, I want X, Y, and Z. And you build, you go into a, ver- a bespoke version of build mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and build and buy them those things. That is so good. It's it's really fun. It's a super yeah. cool idea. Yeah, just make make money off of this uh, this fully developed system that we already had. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like stylist or you know something like that. Like even real estate does that to a certain extent too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can you can kind of buy property and own uh own businesses. Yeah. Run it like my city. Yep. <laughs> um, you can also be a ghost hunter, which mm-hmm. feels the closest to firefighter in terms of what what you do once you actually get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and be a Ghostbuster. And we mentioned ghosts can just be Sims. Like, mm. you're literally just sucking up relatives sometimes. <laughs> you know, pretty messed well, up. If they didn't want to get sucked up, they wouldn't have made a ruckus. 100%. Yeah. You know, hey, relatives, clam it. <laughs> um, the, uh, so Ambitions is very cool. If if you just, like, let's say you're you're playing and you're like, I'm just always going to do the, the military career. That's the one I like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is maybe not as worth it. Mm-hmm. But I think it is uh, super fun if you want to explore different ways. To, to do these things yes so. um and a bunch of the stuff is supplemental as well like yeah. you don't have to be you don't have to be a part of the real estate career to like just save up a bunch of money and buy yourself a turnkey operation you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from, from mm-hmm. dr quarters yeah yeah uh late night is very cool too yeah um i love late night just because it gives you a different kind of mode of living mm-hmm. I, the, the additions are not that interesting to me but this the the town you get is is good bridgeport is um, fantastic yeah <laughs> It's it's very uh, pretty. There is a Better Call Saul billboard in it, 
which I like. <laughs> um, but it mostly is just like, like it's so weird that The Sims went this long without like. I mean, it, did, it didn't. There was a, a sister expansion of The Sims too, but mm-hmm. the fact that city living isn't a part of The Sims. Yeah, yeah. You know, and th- this is what that adds. Yeah, it just goes back to the goes back to it as a you know its roots as a criticism of suburban kind of living. Like that's just the mm-hmm. mode that it had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it, you know, it, uh, it it gives you that city. You can live in apartments, which is crazy. Very inconvenient mm-hmm. because riding an elevator takes forever. Yeah, it's pretty slow, and it's always the top floor. Yes. Um. They look real nice though, mm-hmm. like these little like cute little studios and and lofts and stuff. Yeah. You can get. Yeah. Um, vampires are all over the goddamn place in Bridgeport and also in Supernatural and they spread yep. like just, just being around one will give you a negative moodlet. It's not really that great of an addition. The negative moodlet is hunted. Yes. Was, which I think is very funny. Playing as a vampire is kind of fun. Uh-huh. Like o- almost a little bit. Like you can go into uh, infrared mode. Um, you can, you have like fun interactions, like confess that you're a vampire, <laughs> uh, which is fun. Like if they just don't, you have know, they go, oh. <laughs> even stuff that's pretty cute. Um, you can make somebody a vampire. It's, you know, PG 13. So you can eat plasma fruit instead <laughs> of blood. You can also go down to the bar and like, if you want to play as, you know, what it is like to be, uh, have the dark gift, like go on down to the bar, stake out, see who has the most blood through uh infrared and then like seduce that person take them home and then feed on them like that is a mode of play in this game Uh uh-huh uh if you have late night which is pretty cool yeah um you know that i like that option that's not my main way to play the sims but Mm -hmm. also i think it's cool that it's there yeah um i only did vampires and sims too yeah um the biggest kind of meta addition to this other than the city is this this fame system yes um, where it introduces a kind of ex- exclusivity. Um, there are clubs that you can only get into if you're famous enough. Um, you can become a celebrity. You can meet a celebrity. Um, and includes uh, the paparazzi as well as that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you have to impress a celebrity in order to get your usual uh, your usual socialization with them, like mm-hmm. your, your, your regular options. Uh, you either do that or you become a celebrity yourself. Um, I Sim Cole became famous by playing guitar in front of a werewolf who was a celebrity. <laughs> I was, cool. just, I was just at a party and I was like, oh, this is an option that he did automatically. And he was playing it. He was good enough that he impressed a werewolf who was also famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, you can opt out of the fame system. That they very cleverly added that to a menu. So if you just don't want to fuck with it, you don't have to fuck yeah, with it. Yeah. It. It, it makes your interactions more fraught is what happens. Like I was famous and I had, um, I had some stuff repossessed. Just because in the process of moving, I forgot to pay a bill um, and word got out that I had something repossessed. And I was famous and like it gave me like a like a three day long negative 20 moodlet, like wow. I got, like disgraced. And I was like, whoa, that is I mean, it's not insurmountable, but like that is a that that raises the stakes quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this is also where they add uh, being able to have a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, Dr. Static in the Slack was saying he has having a hard time with this and I, I can kind of see it, but I also got it to work. Yeah. Not this go round, but a previous one. Like you have to, I think it, it works the best if you give yourself, uh, if you're willing to cheat because mm-hmm. it's hard to find the time for it. But there is kind of a fun game here of like, oh, a band is, you know, is playing at this bar, watching them play, choosing one of the people and being like, hey, I need a basis. Like, do you want to form my band? Like yeah. going and poaching talent mm-hmm. um, and then practicing together is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I did, I did a couple of gigs, but then that, that game got aborted cause that happens, you know, yeah. I fall off of this game the, as easy as I fall onto it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the coolest thing to me about that band system is this where it adds, uh, being able to play those other instruments. Yeah. 
mentioned. And they're different skills too. Like being good at guitar does not necessarily make you good at uh, drums. Right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and there's mixology, uh, which is you can moonlight as a bartender, <laughs> uh, make better drinks, and it's also entertaining. You can get some cocktails <laughs> yeah. kind of shit. So. It is so funny when you have no uh, mixology skill and you go up to a bar, like at a party or whatever, and think, hey, I'll make myself a simple drink. And he tries to start doing a bunch of cocktail shit and just drops glass after glass <laughs> after glass. <laughs> it's like, I thought like a simple, like, you know, like, like a rum and coke or whatever. Yeah. No, no. There's, there's no reason to make a rum and coke if you're not going to, you know, really go all out with it. Yeah. If you're not going to involve gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, generations is, is what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, it is an expansion that gives you a lot more to do with these different life, like these ages. Yeah, it fleshes out uh, stuff like toddlers and childhood specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can go to school. You have to deal with homework, things like that when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, be different kinds of, you know, shitty kid. <laughs> be, be rebellious. You can you can talk back. Um, you can send your kids to boarding school. <laughs> um the new uh life state like the new critter of the sads is imaginary friends which are really weird you can make them real <laughs> you can make them real and they just like they they're really scary before they become real uh-huh. and then when they become real they still kind of dress like they're patch adams or whatever yep and that's uh that's or like the fisher king some robin <laughs> williams character and, yeah, and yeah. it's it's uh it's pretty spooky there uh <laughs> as well like i think they're i think they're goofy and, and weird yeah one one thing um, that I think is really inappropriate. So it gives you the ability to buy a treehouse. Cool. Thumbs mm-hmm. up. Great. But it also yep. gives you the ability to fuck in a treehouse. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Indeed it does. Yep. I, I'm joining the 20 foot high club. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I think this adds the chemistry set. Uh, so one that adds that, which is yes. cool. Yeah. Um, and the chemistry skills, so you can make potions that do a bunch of different things. Um, there is a, a gnome, a garden gnome. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, you can buy in this. It'll move and- around. <laughs> Well, that's – and it will move around normally, but if you have generations, if you put two garden gnomes together, they will have a family. Uh-huh. And they will go through a little miniature version of their lives where eventually they will hold funerals and stuff. Oh, God. Which is really cute and weird. <laughs> yeah. Like you can you can have – put two gnomes there and then the next day there will be a baby one and they'll be all happy. And then eventually the dad will die and then you'll come out and there will be a gnome funeral <laughs> and <laughs> stuff, which is very like cute, cute Easter egg. Yeah. Um, I think this also adds pranks, which gives you the ability to, which gives kids specifically the ability to like basically rig up home alone traps around the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And this is the one that adds the video camera. So you can make kind of machinima little videos, oh, so, nice. you know, photochrome. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing to, to document your kids. Um, if, you know, if the family aspect of, of the Sims is important to you, um, this is like a real must buy. Yes. Like I like it just because I like playing as like, She's a little kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. And even if I don't like playing as them, I like having them in the world and being robust because they're just like, you know, I like like going off to a street fair and then having, you know, some kid put a firework in my pocket or some shit. Mm-hmm. I can hunt them down <laughs> uh, and smash their face into the pavement. You know? <laughs> Go full on Deathwish kitty style. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah, pre- pretty, you know, pretty good if you like that. If you don't care at all about family, don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that I can recommend is pets. Pets yes. is a huge, huge expansion pack that I hadn't really messed with before. Um, I think I fell off of the Sims three before pets came out. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like getting a, getting a, uh, a cat, a dog or a horse, never done a horse, but I need to do inside apartment night horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> night horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to city apartment horse too. The, yeah. um, so this, this adds, um, and it adds a bunch of like, you know, it, so it adds a bunch of pets. Mm-hmm. The three important ones are dogs, cats and horses, but you can also get gerbils and, and stuff like that. Yeah. We get like terraria um, and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, this is such a huge addition because those animals are sims. Mm-hmm. Um, you can create your cat or dog or horse and give them traits and control them uh, and make them do stuff. And that is like immensely fun and makes this feel like a real simulation to me. Like I can't imagine, you know, just not being – not having pets as a part of life at all. Mm-hmm. Not even an option. Yeah. Like, it's just a world of no dogs. <laughs> You know what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, you. Just, no, that's not you, okay. You, yeah, you just uh, said the name of a like a like a tragedy. Yeah, <laughs> like a Pixar film. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. So yeah, uh, but like, this is great, especially if your sim is in a regular career, and even even if they're not, like if they're just spending a lot of their time writing or painting, like you know, you have some something else to like go around. Like cats can specifically become very good at hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, it's, a, it's a skill they develop. They have their own. They have their own skills. I think they're hidden, but they they do influence their behavior. They have wishes. They have you know. You can do uh, lifetime wish points on them. It's a mm-hmm. it's a big deal. We uh, mentioned that vomit one. Yeah, um, you make the vomit, but they can also be advantageous. Like, oh, this cat will never uh, inappropriately piss. Yeah, you know, like it will always uh, just go in the litter box. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that, and it's fun to have them. Uh, a, a secret benefit to this, and we'll talk about this when we do our book report section of this podcast, is like mm-hmm. having a sim that is awake when your sim is asleep Yep, is pretty fun. Yeah. Like taking my, you know, whatever my pet was and having them go out and explore mm-hmm. would pass the time really well yeah. for when my main sim was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I like this quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I very quickly found that, you know, I, ju- I just had a cat in my kind of sim cold playthrough, uh, but he got mm-hmm. real lonely. You know, mm-hmm. like no matter how yeah. much I socialized with them. So like, I was like, well, I'll get a dog too. And just watching the two of them play with it, play with and pester each other was, yeah. uh, was very gratifying. Surprisingly heartening. Yeah. You know, and again, your, your, some, your, your pet going to sleep and thinking about you is just very sweet. <laughs> you know, um, you can enter them into competitions, things like that as well. Yeah. Um, and stuff, but pretty, pretty big, mm-hmm. you know, uh, feels pretty big. Yeah. What's the life state for this one? I forget. Uh, animals. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't I think, think there is. I don't yeah. think there's a extra new kind of sim yeah. that you can get for this one. Yeah. So. Um, Showtime should be interesting, but I just had no like. Like looking at the feature list has no. Uh, um, and I, I I can't I can't work up any interest in it actually. It feels like it over. It's like a mix between late night and ambitions. Yeah. Kind of like it. It introduces um, performance based careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. So like you can become a magician, like a stage magician yeah, and go through and, and do things like that. Like this felt like it didn't add quite enough new to me, really. Yeah. You know, um, and like this kind of gig based thing, um, or you can be like a DJ, like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. DJ, <laughs> uh, you know, like, a, all right. <laughs> um, you know, there's like, there's cute things in this that I've seen just through like watching it. Yeah. Like, um, you can have a, a sim can do the, um, putting somebody in a box and doing the swords thing and they can die that way <laughs> and just stab them. Yay. <laughs> Which I like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'm pretty into that. Like, yeah. you know, but it, it's not worth, uh, $40. No. <laughs> for that. Um, and then weirdly enough, like the, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. The life state of this, they had is a uh, genies. Like they had genies to the game. <laughs> Who can grant wishes, um, you know, there's a chance of them going wrong in, in like second edition D&D mm-hmm. style. Um, you can also set them free and then they become like these kind of powerful sims. Like they mm-hmm. don't age very well. They have like a couple magic powers. Yeah. They're blue. It's a little bit like um, a, like a try run for what the uh, what the fairies would be in Sims yes. uh, and Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, this one just doesn't feel like it adds a whole lot. Oh, here, here's the thing that, that bugged me. I wanted a pool table. You need to have showtime to get a pool table. Oh, yeah. That's a bummer. <sighs> yeah. Had to suffice yeah. for a goddamn foosball table like an animal. Yeah. Foos- yeah. No, no, foosball. Yeah. Foosball. Foosball. Come on. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, this is not that interesting. Yeah. Uh, to me, it also adds that your, uh, your Sims will start kind of doing social networking within the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a thing that's not that interesting to me. I don't need a, you know, Sim Insta. Yeah. Uh, friends. <laughs> Insta. <laughs> um, yeah, man. That's what the cool guy calls it. Yeah. Um, Supernatural uh, is, is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, greatly changes the tone of the game if you let the features run rampant. Uh, you, yes. you know, every social outing will just have a bunch of people with fairy wings when it running around. It does make it does make the world an absolute fucking weird mess. <laughs> um, you can you can change these like there. I think there are like sliders like how much supernatural element. Yep. You want in uh, excuse me in your world uh, that you can actually change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are kind of again. This feels a little bit like I, I played with this. I have this, but it does feel a little bit like um, you know, this is for people who are just bored at the base game. Yeah. You know, because because playing as a as a, a vampire is very different. Like you have that from late night. They gain new powers in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, playing as a werewolf, though, like you can turn other people into werewolves and like get a pact. Yeah. You know, a pact. And it's it's still got that goofy humor. You're not like tearing people, you know, ripping out their intestines. You're like clawing people's furniture. Yeah. Like you're a werewolf. You go to a party and you like pee on the rug. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's kind of goofy. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like two, two, two of the life states in this fairy and witch are just about adding magical abilities to it. Yeah. Um, and those are mostly, you know, from from what I saw, mostly used to, um, uh, you know, min max your your stats and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cute, you know, kind of cute, but not mm-hmm. that uh, not that good. And then zombies are like a disease. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they, you know, they so come out at night. Yeah. They come at night. They kind of like hang around. Um you know, tip over your trash can and stuff. Um, <laughs> a very cute thing that is, I don't think is no longer possible. When this came out, there was a special edition that came uh, with um, Plants vs. Zombies. And you could get a pea shooter plant from Plants vs. <laughs> zombies that you could put in your lawn to fight zombies. Um, it would cure zombies. So if it hit them enough time, they would cure. And you could play catch with it, <laughs> uh, which is adorable if, you, if you've never seen it. Like, that's worth looking up. Yeah. Like, I know that's, um, I know that's done cross-promotion, but that's cute enough that it works. A lot of this is like promotional stuff that I like the elements of that they don't make me mad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I just like The Sims. I like Plants vs. Zombies. I like the pea shooter plant. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, it's very cute. <laughs> um, oh, one thing that I really wanted to engage with in Supernatural was Bone Hilda. Oh, so yeah, yeah. For, you know, it's a, it's a very expensive thing that you can put into your house. Uh, it's like a gigantic sarcophagus. Bone Hilda is a skeleton maid. It will go around like she'll make uh, you know clean up messes. Uh, she will prepare meals. You know, fill, basically fill your uh, fill your fridge with leftovers and stuff. Like it's really advantageous, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you you buy this maid, um, <laughs> you buy the skeleton, uh, and yep. you don't have to like hire a cleaning service or whatever, which is very expensive. The problem is if you have a cowardly or neurotic sim. Sim Cole is neurotic. Uh, it cannot be in the same area as Bone Hilda. Mm. So, like, you know, I got this cabin. You know, I, I chose the inheritance lifetime, you know, lifetime wish ability. Uh, you know, I got, got this cabin, put Bone Hilda, and she was out, like, raking leaves. I went out to pay a bill, and I could not be outside without running and freaking <laughs> out because you just cannot be around your skeleton maid. Probably best not to uh, – to- 
if you're scared of skeletons <laughs> by by inanimate skeletons. I did not realize that. Be, I thought neurotic would be like, oh, you go check the faucets, which it is. Yeah. But also it means you cannot be around skeletons. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Bone Hilda is great. Yeah. Like that, that, is, that is a huge advantage. This. And the other thing too, like I don't think this is a big factor in all of the uh, things. Mm-hmm. Um, the decor is really great in this. Oh, yeah. Like you get uh, with Supernatural, you get a lot of like cool gothic haunted house looking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this introduces a bookcase that's a door, like a secret door. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty great. Like I am I am super down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, your, your mileage is going to vary, mm-hmm. like how much you want to fuck around with this stuff. Yeah. Um, I have a funny story about this when, when we get to show and tell. Yeah. Uh, you um, can be a fortune teller in this. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, the new the new career. Um, the other one that I think is in like top three for me is seasons, mm-hmm. um, which adds what it sounds like. Yeah, um, adds weather mm-hmm. uh, and seasons to things. And um, this is so big to me, feeling like this is a, a place. Yeah, I, you know? I, I walked into this a little bit skeptical that it would make that that big of a difference. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, just the idea that like you know the. the you know, the visually and auditorially, the fact that it is fall or winter, like, I don't know, changes, changes the way I want to interact with the game. Mm-hmm. And gives you a lot of like fun things to do. You know, if I'm making a little Sim Gary, I don't want a little Sim Gary who never experiences Halloween. Yeah. You know, that's sad. Or or like one that, uh, you know, doesn't uh, get to go and do like a holiday yeah. or whatever. Like this adds uh, seasons that are about a week, week long. Um, each season has a, uh, a, a holiday uh, in it. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a festival, a town festival where the town will kind of throw a party mm-hmm. uh, downtown. You can go there and do things like Bob for apples, go through haunted houses, um, get pictures taken, you know, photo booth. Um, they're like kissing booths, things like that. And the romance holiday. Um, so like four holidays, I think it's a, a uh, there's a Halloween one, uh, a love day, Mm-hmm. Um, a one a, one that's roughly analogous to uh, Christmas, and then the summer one, which I cannot remember. I think it's just kind of like folksy hometown day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like some like yeah. summer fest, uh, like almost like a you know Fourth of July, but without the patriotism kind of thing. Yes, like a Memorial uh, Day kind of deal. Introduces a eating contest, which have a very high chance of killing your sim. <laughs> yeah, extremely high, which I think is very funny. Like, I've definitely had my sim die to that and then reloaded. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, just they—they uh, they had to truncate that for the character limit. It was a glass eating contest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you get struck by lightning. You know, just having it be like it was rainy out. Mm-hmm. You know, is kind is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you can get sick too. Like that—that that, yeah. that adds a different complication onto it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I I really appreciate uh, this. I feel like this is very additive. And, you know, mostly again, mostly aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. yeah, I was, I was skeptical of how, um, of, of how profound that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently this adds, uh, online dating, hmm. uh, which is like mandatory. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand how uh, people date other than that. So, <laughs> so good for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the life mode this adds for some reason is aliens. Yeah. I, so I thought this was added earlier, but aliens were more of a Sims 2 thing. Like they were, they were integrated from the beginning there. Mm-hmm. Um, aliens have, uh, you can go out and you can get, uh, if you stargaze a lot, an alien can come and kidnap you mm-hmm. and, and probe you. Like they do some probe jokes cause that's not great, but they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can eventually like meet that alien and then, uh, do like a whole alienation thing. Like you mm-hmm. can have a, an alien family. Yeah. Um, it becomes, if the alien goes off to its own planet, it becomes a long distance relationship, <laughs> you know, kind of cute, but just adding yeah. to this weird menagerie of like freaks yeah. and weirdos. You can, you can drink spoiled milk to get drunk. 
Yeah, exactly. Just like the alienation. Yeah, I, I don't think that's actually true. That's not in this, no. no. But it is. It's very true of alienation. I just wanted to make the alienation joke. Yeah, sick alienation reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, and this is where I fell off on the uh, on the expansions. Um, I never really engaged with university life. I remember the um, the school expansion and The Sims 2 being really good because you could influence other people to do stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if that's the case in this one. It, I mean, it, it mostly just it gives you you can go and go to college yeah. and do some college stuff, which, you know, that this one's very focused mm-hmm. uh, in that respect. Um, and the, the colleges do a lot. You know, they simulate college like there are secret societies. Yeah. Um, like I've never played about this. I just I read it and yeah. I've seen some videos about you know there's secret societies. Um, you can uh, determine. I think that your performance here does determine how much you get paid at jobs. Yeah. After you leave, um, so it just depends on whether you want to like if you have a lot of affection for college life. Yeah. Like this allows you to do college life shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know? you you pick your major and that will determine uh you know if you start a couple levels up I think in a career that is associated, mm-hmm. that's associated with that. Um, also graduating from college gives you more uh trait gives you more trait slots, which is really big. Mm-hmm. So there's reasons to do it. Um, it's just like I just don't. I, I never lived this. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to college as an adult. Like, I have no affection yeah, for college yeah. as a thing. For um, for signing yeah. up for uh, <laughs> so yeah. signing up for Greek life or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one thing that does sound cool from this is it adds plant sims. Yeah, it's very, very specific and kind of weird. <laughs> you know, like these are sims are made out of plants. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, uh, they. It's from like a seed. You become a plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, sim by eating a miracle seed yeah. and they don't have babies they give birth to a miracle seed which somebody else has to eat <laughs> so they are they are like an invasive parasitic life form <laughs> and they uh they gain energy through photosynthesis mm-hmm. so uh, it, would, it would work really well in your uh pillar home oh man yeah yeah import i mean i'm not gonna spend 40 dollars to, <laughs> yeah, to, to make plant gary um you know get a get that thing but that is interesting mm-hmm. you know yeah. Um, so I, I haven't played with this. I just kind of read about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Island Paradise, it's more vacation kind of stuff. So if you like yeah. that from World Adventures, then that's here for you. Mm-hmm. And and adds like houseboats and <laughs> ability to interact with the water. You know, you can scuba dive. Yeah. Explore ruins at the bottom of the ocean, things like that. Yeah. Um, this is probably roughly analogous to Showtime as far as the amount of new features. Yeah, yeah. It adds. Uh, to me, that's just not that interesting to me. No, you know, the, uh, like, the, the neighborhood seems neat, like from a, from a flavor yeah. standpoint, but yep, the neighborhood is cute. Um, this allows you, there are mermaids, mm-hmm. uh, you can become, uh, they're, they don't, they're not limited to the water. They just become mermaids when they're in the, uh, in the water. Yeah. They get like, scaly legs when they're on, when they're on land. Um, yep. also you can find the Kraken and yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can be a lifeguard, which that's whose dream is to be a lifeguard <laughs> i'm actually gonna look at this because i never i didn't look at this like what are the advancements what, what is what is the what is the what, highest level yeah how does somebody become the highest level of lifeguard <laughs> um, it's the bay watcher the ultimate lifeguard the only thing that saves more skin at the beach is sunblock um your the, the entry level career is cpr dummy yeah that's pretty fun. i like that quite like, a bit that's really cute okay yeah i'm back on board uh, <laughs> Very funny. Man, the hour, the hours for the Baywatcher suck. Like, hey, three days a week from ten from ten to six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not great. No. Um. Yeah. Uh. That, that, you know, that's like that's, that's about average. The 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 sucky thing about it is it's only two thousand four hundred eighty dollars a week. Yeah. 
that's that's not very much money for three hour days in the sims no um yeah so island paradise i'm not interested in into the future i'm also like fair weather like think is kind of neat but i'm probably not going to do that like this feels like i bet you fans think this is far past jumping the shark like hard hardcore fans yeah a little bit like making it incredibly futuristic building like <laughs> hey if you if if sim bots weren't enough for you you can make a plum bot oh, okay yeah um which again uh you know another sim robot these ones you actually build like you you give them different slots yeah uh different kind of chipsets and stuff that give them different skills yeah um the the thing about this too is it also creates a uh there's like time travel shit in this where you like you know, in the real world, you in your main timeline, you affect your town, and when you go into the future, it can become utopian or dystopian, right? Based on your your actions. Yeah. Uh, you can also do this as just kind of a rabbit hole, hole like go into the past mm -hmm. uh, and get a little short story that affects your your mood and gives you money or takes money or what have you. Yeah. Um, kind kind of like interesting. It's just not something that I I have never ever wanted to really do. <laughs> yeah. It, just, it, it, seems, it seems like too much. Yeah. You know, that, that would be a very specific kind of game. Like, I would play a game where, like, like I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play into the future. And this version of my sim is going to be a time traveler who goes in the future and gets a hoverboard, mm -hmm. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's not something I would, I think, I think this doesn't play well with the other sets. No, no. You know? It seems, it seems very specific. It seems like, hey, you would need to fire up in this particular neighborhood to make that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just want to play that entire game kind of from the start. Yeah. You know, which, uh, which it doesn't sound that appealing to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, in addition to these big ones that we've talked about, there are all kinds of stuff packs and things like that. Um, yeah. but you know, they're just not, not what I want to engage with. Yeah. Uh, they, these tied into real life things. So there's like the Katy Perry stuff pack and the diesels, you know, Asian M stuff, pack, <laughs> like different companies. Right. Um, and that is kind of cynical and gross. Yeah. Uh, and they, these tend to, these are $20 and you don't get a whole lot extra. Nah. So, uh, for them, so they are not that fun. If there's anything you really, really want, maybe you want to get one, but I think mm -hmm. you're, I, I will never buy one of these. No. Let's talk about our experience. Let's do show and tell. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, so I, I played through, uh, four different games of the Sims or three different games of the Sims for, for this episode. Yeah. I did three as well. Um, so I, I bet you they, they probably like roughly correspond. Um, the first one I did was, uh, Sim Gary, just like a real straight up Sim Gary. Mm hmm. And, uh, I did, uh, you know, lived in a house that I built. Had fun building my house. Uh, I decided to try to do the music career uh, for this one. So I, I, you know, played keyboard and I, uh, you know, advanced in that music career. Um, me, and, me and little virtual roars. Uh, the super fun thing here was when I would go to sleep, I would make roars go out and go through the neighborhoods and destroy other people's <laughs> furniture and shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was extremely fun. I think it did actually damage my relationship with them, but fuck those people. <laughs> it was just, it was fun to do, um, to have him go out and like wake people up to beg them for food. Yeah. And stuff. Um, and this was a kind of twin, um, like aborted. Like I went to, uh, my guy decided like he was getting stir crazy. He got the stir crazy moodlet, mm -hmm. uh, which is like, I haven't been out of my house in a week cause I have just been practicing, uh, music. 
you know. Uh, I was going to work, but I hadn't gone out and done socializing. So I went to a bar. Um, I went to the bar, and my little sim uh, hit it up with a waitress. Mm-hmm. I started hitting on her and stuff, and it was uh, all well and good. Uh, that advanced over the course of a couple of nights, and eventually you know, she came back to my house, and uh, we, we, we boned down. We right. woohooed down. Um, and then when uh, we woke up, um, like she started cleaning my house using magic. <laughs> and I didn't realize that she was part of uh, – she came with Moonlight Falls as this house that has seven witch sisters. What? Uh, there. <laughs> but like, she, she was a waitress, waitress at a restaurant. You, know, you literally also, got bewitched. I got bewitched. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, I guess I can roll with this. I forgot I had that installed, but okay. Um, you know, so so we're getting along just fine, uh, she and I. And then it advances. This was the one I – one of the two, my two attempts at like doing the full family path. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, things are advancing along just fine. Uh, they're getting closer and closer. And I was like uh, – she asked if I wanted to – if we wanted to cohabitate, mm-hmm. join households. That brings up kind of an awkward interface where it puts uh, both sims on two sides of a, a thing. Right. Uh, of, of just uh, you know two two columns and you can, you can switch them between. And I misclicked or something, but the end result was I had moved in with her, but Roars was still in my house. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, that can't be. Uh, you know. And then I, I saved for the night because I was like, I'm going to have to cheat. To fix this. Right. Uh, you know, and then uh, Roars passed and I like couldn't play it. Right. So I was like, I can't do virtual Roars anymore. So I never got a chance to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. that was kind of my first go through. And that was like, that was the funny stuff that happened. Like I had a couple of friends that were not that funny, uh, but mostly that was my building a house. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Sim Cole, you know, it's a, a little bit similar and <laughs> ended up chasing out. Like I was like, okay, well, let's see what pixies are all about or no, f- fairies. Uh, I played in Bridgeport. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, ended up doing like, you know, started out in an apartment, but I, I, I kind of hated that. So I quickly moved, moved to that one house that is like under the bridge. <laughs> so like the it's a, the cozy cabin or whatever is what they called it. Like, oh yeah, they, you know, the, the city tried to buy it off this guy. But, you know, you can't take a race and held out. So it has obstructed views, <laughs> obstructed bayside views or whatever. Ended up moving there. Um, I had a, a cat and a dog. Started out with just the cat, just a little Russian blue cat named Donut. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, you know, real, indep- real independent. Uh, when I, when I moved down to the country and, you know, made him more of an outdoor cat, he got really, really into hunting and stuff. So, like, you would just, like, follow them around. I try not to control the pets too much because I just wanted to – I feel I feel better letting their AI just work. You'd go out and mm-hmm. just, like, just spend all night getting in scraps with bugs and snakes and stuff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. And they can do that. Like, when you talk about hunting, which is the skill that cats have, they can bring back uh, gifts like uh, in the way that, like, actual cats will do. Yep. So, yeah. Sim Cole, he wouldn't just wake up to be trapped in bed by a, by, by a newspaper. Like, I would have snake skins all over my floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah uh romance never really went anywhere because i was more i was more focused on doing the um you know the right the writing stuff mm-hmm. uh, started out in science to like get a couple of you know to just get a couple of paychecks to boost things but quickly quickly went self-employed um mm-hmm. to, to to let that ride and help that out by like i saved up my uh my lifetime achievement points to uh to do um to do like get an inheritance which is mm-hmm. a, a big lump sum of cash. And that's how I bought the house and kind of subsided on that. Uh, that is the mm-hmm. playthrough where I learned that I cannot be around a skeleton maid. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's also the playthrough where I got famous by playing a guitar in front of a werewolf who, like, immediately came over to my house and we had, like, a long r- rap session. 
Mm -hmm. just just, not like actually like rapping, but just like talked. I I told her a ghost story that really impressed her. Telling ghost Mm -hmm. stories is very fun and supernatural uh, because uh, like, you know, it's not just a conversation. Like people will like sit around you. You know, and they're, uh, you know, basically sit cross-legged and you've got like a, a flashlight under you and the, and the room gets dark and you're making all these big exaggerated gestures and things. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the real, cause you, you mentioned, uh, Bone Hilda uh-huh. and stuff. And just cause we, we talked about a little bit about services earlier, but like there's a, there's a hack to this game. Again, it's a little bit min-maxy. Uh-huh. Um, but you will usually gain instead of, uh, cleaning up after yourself. Uh, in the game, like living like an absolute slob to maximize your other needs uh-huh. and then getting a housekeeper every like three days or so yeah, ends up being like you will advance quick enough and work to outpace that cost. Yes. You know, so Bone Hill is easier. You don't have to actually like min-max the manage the calling and everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that is a, a way to play the game. Yeah. That is not RP, you know, focused, mm-hmm. but is a weird op- optimization thing. Yeah. This game. You have to hire and fire the maid every time oh yeah because otherwise, otherwise she comes, she every, comes day, every day and it's like 175 dollars a day which is quite yeah a bit. Know, 125 up. yeah yep yep too much yeah um yeah uh what what uh what ended that did you just kind of like <laughs> decide to start a new one or did anything happen um i just i just decided to do something different um yeah, yeah i was like just in terms of I mean, you know like playing that one character i was not going to get to see enough of the systems so i decided mm-hmm. to roll out my gimmick play yeah and there's nothing wrong with that yeah you know it's like just like again you we mentioned earlier like playing the beginning of this game over and over and over <laughs> is not the wrong way to play it right um the second one i did was was city gary i wanted to do uh, bridgeport mm-hmm. uh so it was still just regular city you know still just me i wasn't rping anything um i gave myself a dog uh named basil and i made him a real idiot <laughs> um because i don't like smart dogs um and uh, i just lived in this little loft and try and this was my writer playthrough uh, and I was determined to like get to the end of this this romance path and do do some of that stuff. Um, so I you know hung out in this apartment, uh, decorated it. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know had a, this was I I had a, a accidental house fire, which is very funny <laughs> and fun. Like when you accidentally you know I burned my house and then the the fire lady came and my dog kept trying to like get belly rubs <laughs> from the fire <laughs> fireman, which is very cute. Like getting in the fireman's way. Um, it was very fun. And this game doesn't do any auto saving. Right. Um, you know, so like you, you want to manually save if you're going to, if you care mm-hmm. about what happens. Um, but this was the, as far as I got along in the romance path, but without actually successfully, uh, sealing the deal with, um, a character, uh, uh, named, uh, what is her name? Uh, the, I kept calling her cause somebody on Twitter, I put a picture, uh, like a joke, like, who is she? Uh-huh. You know? Um, thing and called her jorts amelie because uh, she did look like amelie wearing jorts like it was like clown up top kind of like jorts on bottom yeah uh, sheree pie sheree okay. pie was her name and uh came over and like we hit it off and and uh i made this one flirty uh flirty gary uh-huh. uh because i was trying to you know optimize that hit it off um and, you know eventually uh you know came over and just like real real quick to to bone down like sex positive uh, George Amelie. Um, <laughs> but like one of the, the hardest I've laughed in the Sims is like, she came over the night and when you, when you have a, a lady over in the Sims, like you neglect a lot of needs uh-huh. cause you, you're being, you know, entertaining. And it's like, well, if I go, if I go take a shit, it's going to be about 45 minutes. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing if you go out on a date too. Like, yeah, well, yeah I mean, time I've, slows down a little bit, but going yeah. out on dates is very like fraught too. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was the, the game I experienced that in. Um, and the, uh, so I was like, you know, my needs were not really great, but at the end, you know, the night, like we had done a bunch of dancing and stuff and, and the, the characters decided to woohoo. 
Um, immediately, like, uh, she woke up before I did. Um, I was still sleeping. She got up, turned on the stereo, like danced her way into the bathroom, took a gigantic shit, <laughs> then walked over to my fridge, pulled out some leftover pizza and ate it over my computer <laughs> while like listening to music and like nodding her head. And I was like, Oh God, what have I gotten into? <laughs> uh, you know, and then, uh, kept trying to, you know, I'd wake up and I'd be like, you know, I was, it was very similar to my real life in situations <laughs> where I have, tried to be a cool fun party guy to girls uh-huh. and 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 not allowed myself to be my neurotic self right because i'm looking at my needs and stuff on there and i'm like oh man my guy really wants to take a shower but like <laughs> this girl doesn't give a shit about that like <laughs> you know, she didn't even flush the toilet like what does she care about me taking a shower so you ended up with but, a slob party animal she and she was like yeah that's why like you know, so we hung out a little bit. I ate leftover pizza too, like trying to be cool. Uh, <laughs> even though all I wanted was a down day. You know, I just wanted to like hang right. out and read because uh-huh. it's, it's a day after that. Um, you know, and then, uh, you know, uh, did it again. You know, had sex again and then like hung out and we're dating and stuff for a little, for a little while. And, uh, we, you know, went steady or what have you. And we, we tried to go on a date. Um, I had like the goal, like go on a good date with uh, Shri Pai. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went down to the bar and this is when I was running into a lot of like, the mess of the the Sims not like squaring up or like travel times getting in the way uh-huh. of things. Like I got to the bar and it was like, oh, let's go to the bar now. And I had to wait like something like an hour and a half for her to show up. Oh, my God. And I don't think it was just – I don't think it was her personality. I think it's just like she got stuck in a corner or something, mm-hmm. you know. So when she got there, my needs were all like just like decimated. You know, yeah. I'm like sitting here eating like low-quality nachos <laughs> uh, at this bar I'm trying to hang out, you know, we, we had this date and I just kind of did that a few more times, tried to pursue that. Um, and, uh, just couldn't get, you know, never succeed. Like she was not the Marian type, she did wild, wild horses, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to go further and, and never like got anywhere, uh, with her. <laughs> um, but horse. my dog, then I, I kept sending him to the bar that I'd go to too. Cause uh-huh. he was, he was only, I didn't get another pet for him. Um, and he just kept be, like making friends with vampires. Cause, <laughs> cause so my like super idiot dog was like very popular with this group of vampires. <laughs> I was like having this kind of shitty date because it takes me an hour and a half to walk across the room <laughs> uh, and stuff. And that was my last like serious playthrough before I got my idea for my gimmick playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just kind of abandoned that one because uh, I couldn't accomplish the goal I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one thing I forget you, you mentioned Jorts Amelie. Uh, my my initial Sim Cole playthrough. Um, most of my socialization ended up happening. Most of my partying happened with. I have no idea how I met this person, but mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny name. Yeah, I know, right? He was he was a cool dude. He had a small apartment. He had a girlfriend. <laughs> Went over there. He had a bar. You know, just uh, did did some parties. It was at his place where I impressed the werewolf with my shredding skills. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Mister like, Sidup was my father's name. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me, but yeah, yeah, it was it was me and Mick set up. We were we were just buddies, and like he, he eventually, you know, he knew I was a writer. Most of my opportunities were him like dictating what kind of book he wanted to see me write, mm. and I was like, well, shit, I mean, let's let's do that. I'll write you a drama, Mick. Yeah, you got it, Mister Set Up. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so my gimmick playthrough uh, that I decided to do. This is documented a little bit on 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 Twitter. 
Um, but I was inspired by you uh, and what you did with yours where you, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but I wanted to, um, you know, do a big building project and also do like a character creation project and, uh, deal with some of the systems and supernatural, like, uh, you know, alchemy, uh, and also do deal with inventing. So what I did was I recreated the mansion for a maniac mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is super impressive. Thank you did you. a great job with us. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So I just I pulled up a big map of the uh specifically the NES version. Uh that mansion makes no goddamn sense. So mapping it onto a 3D space took a little bit of work. There was some uh yeah, some some compromises that were made, but uh like <laughs> some of the rooms came together really well. Like the 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 library was done uh pretty great because um Oh gosh, what is it? Generations, I believe, add spiral staircases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't make a spiral staircase that's out of order. So it actually leads up to like a rooftop deck. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I gave myself unlimited money and I made a massive, you know, three story tall, uh, mansion, uh, modeled each room and decorated and did all the, did all the colors, uh, in the proper way, mm-hmm. you know, to like to the game. Um, and then filled it with the Edison family. Uh, you know, so we had, you know, we have, we had Dr. Fred, uh, uh, we have, we had Edna, uh, there was, uh, uh, weird Ed, like weirdly, you cannot make a young adult sim and, uh, pair him as, uh, the daughter or like the son or daughter of an adult sim. Like that won't work, mm-hmm. you know, and weird Ed does not make sense as a teenager. So like <laughs> weird Ed was a roommate who happened to look exactly like his parents, uh, and also share their same name, but he was just like a dude. Uh, he mm. lived there. He was also the only good member of the household, so he did not get along with anybody in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I imagine everyone had to be kind of evil. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so like mo- most of them were evil. Like it was, it was basically it was Weird Ed and Green Tentacle. I made Green Tentacle a teenager, and I made him look as mm-hmm. weird as possible. He had like a you know, like punk hair and stuff like that. And for Purple Tentacle, I made him uh, an evil little Damien style kid with purple skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do the meteor, uh, I did a purple cat who was evil and destructive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is a, this is a playthrough where I mostly played as, as Dr. Fred, you know, it was evil. He worked from home as an inventor and alchemist doing those kind of things. He pretty much always had himself lit on fire. Um, and I tried to let everybody be as auton- autonomous as possible. So in the morning, Dr. Fred would go down to the basement, uh, into his lab and set himself on fire. Uh, weirdly, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, even though he had no hair, uh, when he was caught, when he was caught on fire, he had the hair that stuck up and was singed. Mm. <laughs> he grew it. Yes. He, he grew it. It was like Dr. Zoidberg when he, uh, when his hair turned white, he grew it specifically. So his hair could turn white when he was, uh, when he, when he was, uh, traumatized. Um, and then he would go out and back and swim in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so this was funny because, uh, uh, and what ended this playthrough, uh, a was me wanting to go and and engage with other stuff, but, um, all of the adults in the household. So Fred, Edna and, uh, and weird Ed, they were given, uh, they were given like a free vacation leaving Mm -hmm. the teenager green tentacle and the child purple tentacle, uh, at the house alone, basically running it right like Lord of the Flies, never doing their homework and just making a mess of the place, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with purple tentacle, like leaving booby traps for, you know, for everybody. Um, and they were not able to take care of meteor for long enough. So social services came and took the meteor away. Oh. And I was like, well, that's how the that's, game that's ends. The, yeah. That's, that's pretty appropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The meteor police. Yep. The meteor yeah. police came <laughs> and I was like, what more can I do? <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't know social services would take away a cat. Yep, they will if their needs get too low for too long of a time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Good, good on you, Sims. <laughs> yep. That's very good. <laughs> so, uh, my my that that was my Edison's playthrough. Uh, that was again mostly to you know mess around with the uh, the character creation and the and the world creation. Uh, I'll make sure to put a link to the Twitter thread with uh, with the screenshots. People seem to enjoy that. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, yeah, the gimmick thing that I did was because uh, I wanted to do autonomous Sims. Mm-hmm. Like uh, this was before I really understood exactly how stupid they were. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to be like, what if I? Uh, so I pretty much the same idea. Like I wanted to make a thing. Um, so I decided to make the um, the Spencer Mansion from Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and create, uh, four, four members, like Barry, Jill, Chris, and Wesker, <laughs> and just like set them loose. Originally the idea was, I was like, I think we said this when we did Resident Evil, we were like, yeah, I bet you I could recreate the Spencer mansion from, from memory. <laughs> uh, and I, I still kind of could, mm-hmm. but it's 64 rooms. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it, it was too hard, uh, <laughs> So this was, then I was like, okay, well, let's check out the modding thing. And of course, like some superhero has made, um, like the Spencer Mansion, mm-hmm. you know, in online, and it is pretty much perfect. Um, it adds some things to do, uh, you know, so it adds like uh, computers and stuff which aren't in the Spencer Mansion. Right. You know, it adds TVs, things like that. But it is really, like a really, really convincing replica. Hmm. So I downloaded that, uh, put that in a lot, moved my Sims into it from like the half abandoned. Or the abandoned version of I tried to make it, <laughs> and I, you know, I made uh, so I made Jill, um, you know, I, I Chris, I decided to make uh, like an athlete firefighter type, and I made him a real idiot, like a good idiot. <laughs> um, I made uh, Barry, um, you know, since he was held hostage, uh, you know, blackmailed of his family, I made him like a neurotic warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally wanted Jill to be an uh, since she's the the daughter of the famous cat burglar, I wanted to make her a thief, right. And stuff, but she ended up wanting to do um, become an investigator. So that's hmm. how I messed with investigation. And then I made Wesker a vampire. Of course. I, I don't know. Like well, he's, he has got a lot of powers and got, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he, um, he used serums on himself. Yeah, he, there, were, there were serums involved. So uh, I just set them free and, I, and my rule was like I, was, I wasn't going to do anything mm-hmm. uh, to the characters. Um, this is where I learned that Sims, all they want to do, especially since I, I'd done the money cheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, here they didn't need to get jobs or anything so all they wanted to do was hang out and play computer mm-hmm. uh, um, so uh it was kind of funny like wesker kept like talking about himself and discussing plans with jill and jill was just, kind of, just kept talking about, like jill thinks wesker's okay jill mm-hmm. thinks wesker's okay <laughs> pretty cute but barry and chris hit it off and they decided to go swimming uh, together <laughs> and chris like drowned in the pool like i didn't do anything oh no but immediately chris drowns the grim reaper shows up Turns him into a ghost. The little tiny tombstone is right next to the the pool, so everyone has the mourning moodlet for three days. <laughs> so initially, everyone is sad and depressed, and <laughs> overeating and stuck to a computer, right, for three whole days. And uh, I think I didn't build up uh, Chris enough to where he became a ghost sim, okay, or something would need to happen. But there was no ghost sim. That's what I initially wanted. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, fuck. Uh, and then I just watched, and it's like all they did was overeat. You know, mm-hmm. like. Barry got up, ate like six hot dogs, and played computer all day, and then went to sleep. And then like <laughs> super fat, like and super shitty. Like no one was doing anything. So I was like, okay, like I can't. Uh, I need to. I need to intervene. Uh, the first idea I had for intervening was uh, using editing things to add to the family and adding a bunch of mean dogs. 
right to the thing and all that did was like everyone stayed away from the dogs and the dogs uh got into like fights <laughs> and the people just fed them and stayed away from them so right. i was like okay that's not going to be the chaos that i really want uh-huh for this thing um so then i gave a couple of them jobs i had jill do investigation um eventually i figured out um there's a cheat that you can do to increase your lifetime wish you have to in you had to input the cheat during the um the town selection screen though okay this won't work but you increase your lifetime wish one of them is to give you a clone voucher which allows you to create um a, a baby of a clone so i made a baby chris redfield and i thought <sighs> this is really good right like like a bunch of angry dogs like <laughs> fat vampire wesker uh fatter barry and fat investigator jill raising baby chris <laughs> like that is extremely good right yeah um, but because i didn't want to like when I started actually just taking over, uh-huh. um, it turned too much into a game. Like I wanted a, a show. Right, right. You know, so if I just left them their own advice, devices, like they took care of the baby. But like, again, it was just hot dogs and the computer <laughs> games. So then I just kind of quit in disgust. <laughs> yeah. like, this is this is a funnier idea than it actually ended up turning out to be. Right. As a thing. Yeah. Um, it was a real shame when I did the Edisons that I didn't get a lot of stories about their interaction with each other, each other. The only one I forgot to mention this. So I made Edna, um, just basically hopeless, romantic, flirty, all of that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. that led to her and Fred making out all over the place. I have a screenshot of, of them either flirting or making out in weird Ed's room while he sleeps and dreams of garbage. <laughs> It's very weird. It's very funny. It's like let's make out over our over our adult son's prone body. Mm -hmm. That's very funny. (laughs) Um, so obvious question for this: You had Supernatural installed, I believe. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did the zombies factor into your to your Resident Evil playthrough at all? Uh, they yeah, that that would be great if they did. I don't think I had um like a, a attack. From them okay. during the time I played. Okay. Like they don't they don't show up every night. Yeah. And I didn't run into them. I spent a little bit of time, like I was trying to stay hands off as possible. I made Jill um go to the uh the occult shop. Mm-hmm. Like I modded the town to add the occult shop because I wanted to see if I could find a way to bring Chris back to life. Uh-huh. Um apparently witches can do it if they like you. Okay. And I was like, I need to find a witch and become friends. And I spent a little bit of time looking around but just ran out of time. Yeah. Doing so, and I was like, "Can I make? Should I make a witch?" And then I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to get that witch's skill up to like level 10. Yeah. So the, the uh, you know, I didn't spend enough time to make the zombies show up, but that would have been, you know, that would have been good. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um. So my third playthrough, uh, the 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 one that I haven't addressed yet, along with the Edisons, I also made all of the kids from mm-hmm. uh, Maniac Mansion. Uh, managing a house full of eight people is untenable. So what yeah. I did was I separated four of them off. Uh, I took my favorite characters from the Maniac Mansion cast. Uh, so Dave is obligatory. I don't, I don't really care for Dave, but he has to be there, right? I took Bernard, I took Michael, and I took Razor. Um, and I, I, moved, I basically moved them out of the house with the, with the dipshits over there. Um, and, you know, had them start up their own house as roommates. Um, and this is where I engage with the professions. So Dave was a firefighter. Um, mm-hmm. And Michael, because I didn't have photography and he couldn't become a photojournalist, um, I had him become an investigator. Uh, And it was very fun to like bounce around between those, you know, while Bernard was nerding out and while Razor was uh, was messing with their instruments. So we talked about how those how those professions play out like this wasn't uh, a great playthrough for stories, but that was just kind of how I experienced some of this, you know, non base content. Right. Mm hmm. So, yeah, so those are just uh, a couple of the different ways that you can you can play the game that we did. Um, I've done other playthroughs 
of this game, not for the show, like tons of them. Yeah. Uh, and will in the future, you know, but I wanted to get in a couple different uh, starts just for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a lot of different ways to play. Yeah. And I, I guess kind of moving into wrap up thoughts or kind of summations, like I think that's one of the most special things about this game is that like it functions as this little terrarium for making, you know, recreating things, either your friends or things from pop culture. Mm-hmm. It functions as this kind of RPG if you want to, you know, fill up these meters and get to the end of these different paths. It functions as a life simulator. You know, it functions as a depression game. Like, if you, you know, <laughs> so like, like you, I am, you can disappear into this, like time will melt away while you're playing it. Mm-hmm. It's very like one more night, you know, one more day, mm-hmm. one more turn kind of thing. And it is, there's something satisfying, even if a little bit sad about like creating a little version of yourself, giving yourself your little dream job mm-hmm. and, you know, having the abilities and skills that you want, uh, in this kind of perfect little simulated meritocracy. Yeah. And that's, so a, that's a big thing. We had a, uh, John from the Slack came into town. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. a little while ago and went and had lunch with them. We were talking about the Sims and like, yeah, you know, like meritocracy, meritocracy doesn't exist. Uh, it is a, it is a poisonous idea that, that ignores all kinds of externalities. However, it is very attractive to disappear into one like this, mm-hmm. right? Where, where effort and capability turn into rewards for your little dude, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, that's a big part of the appeal of video games in general. Yep. You know, so like, I think that that's one of the reasons why people like games, but having giving it this kind of skin or, or veneer of real life mm-hmm. elevates that. Yeah. And being able to make it customizable to your own situation elevates that for me, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's extremely good. It's, it's one of, you know, like I said, mentioned before, I never think about this, but this mm-hmm. is a desert Island game. This is one of my perpetual games, Yeah, you know, that I could, I could play like Isaac just, uh, you know, if I keep it like when I uninstall this, sometimes it's cause I lose interest. Sometimes yeah. it's because I'm spending too much time on it and I yeah. need to stop, <laughs> Yep. you know, for, to, in order to play other games. So this is, this is, you know, we, we did kind of our best during this to express that kind of complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we did an okay job of expressing the appeal of it. Yes. Um, because I, this is one of those games where I can see a certain type of person like seeing this and being like, why would you ever want to do that? Mm-hmm. That is not a space adventure. You know, that is not a, that is not a going, that is not a dungeon. Yeah, you know, that's the, not video game ass thing. Yeah. This is, this is absurdly mundane. In a lot of ways, it's kind of a similar, um, it's kind of a similar complaint that is lodged or criticism that is lodged against Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Like, why would you, why would you do that when you could just go learn an instrument, right? Why would you play with these dolls as opposed to getting better in your life? And there is something about the remove. There's something about the simulation and the feeling that is, that, that has gotten by engaging with the artificial version of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, same thing with like, um, you know, also a criticism that's like leveled against like your harvest moons and your, your animal crossings and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and it's like, why would you go do this instead of uh, real life? And it's like, man, I do lots of stuff instead of real life. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, there, there's lots of reasons, you know, to do that. And this, I think out of all those games, out of all the, you know, Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon and stuff, this is by far my favorite mm-hmm. because of that addition of uh, this complexity and then also these build yeah. kind of systems. Like, you know, Harvest Moon is cute. Like the, the writing is cute. Mm-hmm. Or not Harvest Moon, um, Animal Crossing rather. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. Uh, I don't like collecting things that much. No, and that's the that's mo- that's primary that thing. Yeah. That's that game, you know, if you like collecting <laughs> things. Um, being able to actually design like a house that has real proportions and stuff is significantly more fun for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, as as just kind of a – and having these like more complicated interactions. Mm-hmm. You know, someone can – it's it just – there's a lot of depth. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it activates a lot of cliches that generally don't work with me in a lot of, in a lot of games. What I mean by that is like the, oh, you make your own fun, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you, you know, like if you decide you want to do something, you can do it. You can play it out. Like normally I think that that is, that, 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 that is like white, (laughs) uh, white noise of a sales pitch. You know, but here, like, I have to say, like, no, I sincerely mean it. Like when we talk about this complexity, when we talk about it being perpetual, like any number of goals that you decide for yourself, you can engage with it in that way, working toward that end or or Mm. toward no no end at all in a profound way that makes it a satisfying experience to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I will not drop down into Skyrim and just say like, oh, I want to climb to the top of that mountain, you know, and that, that, that is enough for me here. That mountain is enough. Yeah. Yeah, because it's supported by other things and yeah, yeah. and and not supported too. Like when we made the comparison between the way romance works in this and Bioware, like you know that uh, I'm going to go check out that mountain can feel a little bit obscene in any open world game. Like it's mm-hmm. a weird comparison, but just because you have a, a stated goal, right? Like the lack of a goal uh, in this allows it to allows that make your own fun thing, yeah. even if you can make your own fun in a in a game with a stated goal as well. <laughs> it's stronger here. Yeah. You know, as a feeling. And like, this is, you know, I always forget about it, but like my favorite video game series. Yeah. You know, like easily, <laughs> like it, it's, uh, you know, I, I love it. It's a fixture. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is a fixture. It, it's so much, you know, so much. And part of the beginning of the episode where like nobody talks about this, like a video game, you know, part of it is that uh, crass commercial element. Part of it is just people taking it for granted because it is a fixture. Yeah. You know, and because uh, the basic gameplay has stayed, stayed so similar. Yeah. So it's great. This highest is a, recommendation shows up on sale, you know, yeah. like you can get the, the base game for 20 bucks pretty easily. And that is a, a lot of content. Mm-hmm. Um, the bundles are always there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would, I would say get the, get the base game uh, and then wait for the, wait for the expansions to go on sale, pick up the ones that we spoke of very highly in this and you'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. As of the time of recording this, they're all on sale for $7 each yep. uh, during the steam sale. So, um, and we only do, there's, there's only six of those a year, <laughs> so you have, to, you have to make sure you get you, if you miss the episode of Cox, Cops at ten, you only have to be able to get to the ten thirty, eleven, eleven thirty episode. So the um yeah yeah it's a yeah this it's is okay. a lot of fun uh, and a great way to celebrate episode two hundred. I think so too. You know, it, it's a you know a little bit of a, a swerve than what was expected, but I feel very good about it. Yes. So I also feel good about what we have coming up in the future. I know, right? So our next episode is going to be a broadcast of our live show that we recorded in Milwaukee about Donkey Kong 94, uh, the secret best, well, no, the, the absolute best Donkey Kong game, the secret best Game Boy game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that includes kind of us reminiscing about the trip and stuff. I think it's a fun episode because yep. uh, we got caught by a blizzard. <laughs> uh, we, had, we had a little... Uh, Duckfeed Seasons expansion yeah. uh, action during that. Um, after that is a game I'm very excited to uh, finally actually really dig into, which mm-hmm. is Pathologic, yeah. uh, which is a, a Becker request. Um, this is something that, uh, you know, I, I've wanted to play for a very long time, mm-hmm. and I have had the misfortune of, of having real-life stuff not make me want to feel emotionally re- repressed. Right. Uh, you know, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that now. I'm yeah. back. baby. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to experience the misery. Repress yeah. me, senpai. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, so, so much about pathologic. is like trying to hold a handful of water. Like yeah. Just, uh, it is, it, it is hopeless. So we weirdly, uh, a month about managing meters. <laughs> yep. Um, even though there are very few meters in Donkey Kong 94. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that. I think it's going to be a really interesting episode because like, even if that, there's so much I like about that game, mm-hmm. you know, that even if like I end up becoming, you know, my patience runs out for the parts of it that are about holding water. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that I like about it is, uh, would make a, an episode on its own. Yes. Like is so worth talking about even on just on its own. People have asked, uh, just for clarification, because there are three different characters you can play as, and they're substantially different. Um, we're doing the bachelor. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we are uh, just, it would take way too much time to play all of them more than we could budget for a single episode. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, we're going to supplement that with research about the others. I intended to play all of them, but it's just not going to work out. Yeah. It gets, uh, it, it starts off like feeling like you can definitely do that. And then as it gets more oppressive, it gets harder. Yeah. For sure. So I'm probably going to do a let's plays of those Yeah. Um, because I mostly just want to know the story and stuff. I'm not really interested in the, the harsher mechanics yeah. of them. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be that episode. Um, the month after that, uh, July, uh, no, August, no, August, we're, we're doing our, uh, summer JRPG, which is three episodes on the PS3, uh, and that generation game near. Yes. This is the original near, uh, not near automata. Us mm-hmm. doing the original Nier does not preclude or guarantee the presence of Nier Automata in the future. They are unrelated. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Yeah. So we're doing three episodes about that covering the endings, uh, you know, and just the weird narrative structure that the game has. Um, after that, we have a poll open for games that have been remade or remastered. We're playing the original versions mm-hmm. of those. Uh, so. Yep. And the options are God of War, River City Ransom. Prince of Persia and Ninja Gaiden 2. Yes. I uh, chose Ninja Gaiden 2 instead of Ninja Gaiden 1 just because it's a little bit better of a game. Yes. Um, yeah. And if, then we have a cool stuff planned for after that as well. Yeah. Um, if you have, um, if you, if you have things to say about any of the games for July or any of the games for August, the deadline for those is the 15th of every month. Uh, go to duckfeed.tv slash contact to write in about those. If you have thoughts about multiple games, please submit them in different messages. Uh, that is annoying. I know it's more effort, but it makes it easier to file them and include them. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you uh, if you like this show, um, thanks for sticking with us for mm-hmm. this long. Um, and uh, the best way to show support is to go to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. Mm-hmm. Um, there you can kick us a couple bucks a month. Uh, you know, any any amount counts. So even you know one or two dollars is a huge help, and it only scales up. Yes. You know, so uh, you can you can dictate games, you can dictate theme months that we have. There's a lot of different things you can get. Yeah. Um, other than yeah. that, tell your friends, uh, rate and mm-hmm. review all the usual stuff that you've heard us say 200 times plus. Yes. And uh, just because uh, I want to make it uh, get get some uh, some content on it. Um, newest show on the network is a result of Patreon. It's Heartbeat City. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a love and relationship advice show. Um, I am angling for questions for that. Um, it's not that I haven't gotten questions. It's that um, because I am dedicated to having that show not just be me. You mm-hmm. know, nobody needs to know what what I think about you know the trans experience. Like I'm <laughs> I am a, a straight ass cis white dude. Um, so I am getting questions that I need to wait for later episodes mm-hmm. until I have certain guests, uh, which means I need a wider question base. Yeah. Which means if you're listening to this, um, first check out the show. I think it's I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, if you have any questions uh, or prompts, please uh, write in at Gary at DuckFeed.tv or call in at one five zero two sixty nine H beat. And uh, a bunch of people ask me whether that's going to show up on the early release, and that really depends on being able to get ahead on episodes. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I would encourage you to uh, to do so. And then also, you know, if you if you listen to that show and you like it, please spread the word. 
yep. um, rate and review that show as well because that's how more people are going to hear about it and how more people are going to participate. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's everything. I think it's everything. Thanks, uh, thanks everybody. And here's uh, here's to another 200. Yeah. Uh, where we get to episode 400 and we do um, X Men Legends one, a game <laughs> that arguably has as much cachet <laughs> as this one does. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, uh, what should they watch out for, Cole? Uh, they should watch out for. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, there, one second, sorry. I got a, an email here. Um, <laughs> you can't, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, no. Can't, can't podcast through that. Hopefully that doesn't come up again. <laughs> <laughs>